I said. And then I said, it's not coming home, it's in Russia. <laughs> oh, dear. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Big Damn Cast. I'm John Granson. And I am Matthew Watson. And it's been a hell of a week. It has been about. one hell of a week in oh. the world of Big Damn. And um, let's see what we've got on the slate, on the tablet for this week. Um, some sad news to start off, of course, um, with the death of comics legend Steve Ditko, dead at 90 years old. And of course, yeah. as, you know, huge comics guys here on this podcast, oh, this yeah. is a real, it, it, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it sucks. Like, it's really, Steve no, Ditko it's, was a legend. Like, he was a, he was a complete, like, yeah. Created Spider-Man, created Doctor Strange, created the, the question, and working around until his death, you know, working yeah. around until he dropped. So, um, absolute tragedy. Um, uh, the definition of a, of a, of a good innings. Yeah, but 90 leaves, years. But that's, leaves. that's pretty, yeah. that's pretty amazing. Uh, but, so, it's sad to, to start the podcast with such news, but we can only attribute yeah. to his work yeah. and how incredible it was. So, Steve Ditko, well remembered. Yes, indeed. This one's for you. Yes. Hey. Um, mm. Mm. Beers, by, beers, beers. What episode are we on now? Oh, mm. yeah. By smashing our glasses together, we're in, there, we've... We're in episode, um, I have to put my mouth around the bottle because it's foaming. <laughs> well, that's what episode Good timing on the question. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you... What is it? What is this? Sorry, and you are? <clears throat> very, very... Hi. Very funny. Nice nice change from the usual. Yes. Um, um, yes, I thought so. It's John, what are you doing in my seat? <laughs> I'm... What do you mean, your sheet? See, it's mine. You, you shat in my sheet. <laughs> you, you shat right in my sheet. I thought you wouldn't notice. I'm so sorry. It's that Casey Affleck movie, A Ghost Story. He's wearing your sheet. <laughs> could be worse. It could be worse. He could be wearing my skin. Um, um, well, you'd know all about that, wouldn't you, Christopher? <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. And it was all a funny joke. Hello. Uh, hello, welcome to the podcast, Mr. John Granston. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hello, welcome to this filth. What are you doing on the Big Damn cast this week? Oh, I was invited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that works, Christopher. That's, um, I mean, that's pretty much how, yeah. Why are you asking him? You know why he's here. <laughs> yeah, I know I see it. I'm here to perform experiments on John, but I thought before <laughs> before he goes under the knife, um, you may as well join us for some pop culture bollocks. Yes, yeah. Um, mm, nice, little, uh, nice little eulogy there, gents, for... Um, Steve Ditko at Good the top end. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I, was re- I was really sad news. I, but I've, I've had that moment recently where I've thought... Turn 90. I, no, yeah, where I'm turning <laughs> 90. But I've had, I've had the moment, like, not like, a couple of months ago, and I was like, I had to be like, is Steve Ditko still alive? Because, yeah. like, he was He's such very a recluse. He was such a recluse. Well, do you remember there was a, um, a BBC... Three, it might have even been a BBC Choice documentary from Jonathan Ross and Neil Gaiman. Oh, yeah. Called In yes, Search yes. of Steve Ditko. Oh, wow. I don't think I saw it. Yeah, because they, yeah. they wanted to go find him because they were like, where the hell is he? Okay. And, and yeah, because he, he was always working and stuff, but he, he's never been a. He's never been a public figure, really. Public figure. He'd occasionally like lecture at unis and stuff yeah. and talk art. Um, but he was always very much a guy who let the characters speak for themselves and the work speak for itself. He, even, he was never really a, a soapbox figure of, hey, here's how we did it, and here's what I can do, and how to chat, look at me. <laughs> even when he was working on Spider-Man, mm. like, he would, because he didn't get on with, Steve, with Stanley, he yeah. would literally just turn up, drop his hat off with the secretary, and go. 
Yeah. Like, oh, wow. he, was, yeah. He, was, he was a work at home even in the 60s. Yeah. Um, but, he didn't, yeah. What I thought was really annoying was, because um, he... He did a version of the cover of Amazing Fantasy 15. Yeah. But the cover of Amazing Fantasy 15, the debut rusher of Spider-Man, is not a Steve Ditko piece, is it? It's Jack Kirby, I think. Yeah. Um, And Kirby also did Amazing Spider-Man issue one. Yeah. Which you can really tell when you look at the Fantastic Four on the front cover. You're like, yeah, "Yeah, that's a Kirby. They don't respect my true power. (laughs) What? Uh, That you stick to things. They're looking at you do it, you sad teenager. (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, I mean, influential as hell. The guy created Squirrel Girl, co-created, um... He created Squirrel Girl? Yeah. That I didn't know. That's true, yeah. Like, we're talking the 80s. Squirrel Girl was when he rocked up and chipped in for that he one. Was... Oh, yeah, because of course, mm. Speedball, New Warriors, and Speedball, and so... Ah! Uh... That was a um, Doctor Strange, obviously. Probably his best, probably his... I'd, I'd, I'd argue Doctor Strange is probably his most interesting... Yeah, creation like, because of the visuals. That early, yeah. Steve, that early Steve Ditko, Strange oh, Tales stuff mm. with the, the visuals mm. of that. And so many vistas, particularly when so many vistas, so many. <laughs> particularly when he does get into like the sort of strange landscapes of different magical realms, translated in, like, almost verbatim yeah. in the Doctor Strange film at the end of Marvel's realm, stuff like that. Yeah, it was it was real. It was really something. Good work, um, man. One so, Spider Man's yeah. daddies has passed away, and that's yes, sad. Yes, and uh, I don't want to. I don't want to think of the logical conclusion to that. Let's talk about um, things that aren't sad. We've got a guest here, Matt. We've yes. got a lovely man. We've got a talented man. An animateur, well, a writer, as well as John. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> when, he, when is he coming in? Come on, that was an easy give. <laughs> he's, here, he's here right now. Say hello, mystery guest. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jordan Peterson. Uh, <laughs> is it coming? Ho- is it coming home, mystery guest? Oh, it's certainly not. <laughs> Yeah, oh, we, no. we started, just lost. Yeah, we yeah. St- we're currently recording yep. these guys on the night of the semi-final, the, yeah. the semi-final, and uh, we found out about five minutes ago that uh, England did not win. Oh, Croatia to Croatia to We're, we're still in extra time, but yeah, it's pretty much it's pretty much it. Oh no, sorry um, about that. That's, Manch- my, that's my fault. Manchukic. That's all right. Um, where are you going now, strange who, who, guest? Who am I? I'm not sure. <laughs> Who am I? Why am I here? You don't know. But I know. You'll find out one day, but you don't want to know when that day is. <laughs> I just hate to ruin the football. I've done that now. Bye. Bye. Oh, oh, wow. That was the football round up the... Uh, everyone's favourite hey. section of the show. Yeah. The sports. That's more sports. bad news. Hey. Um, What's um, next on the docket, you handsome bear? So, you know... Those Star Wars movies. Or as I call you, making. Winnie the Few. And you know how people keep complaining that they keep putting new characters in Star Wars? Yeah, they do. Well, I've got some great news for you. Oh. They've dusted off Billy D. Williams. And they've, they're getting him to spit and shine his shoes. Because he's coming back for episode nine. Is he going to sing about wine? And I really hope so. Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah the, Lando Calrissian. Um, Billy D. Williams is returning as Lando Calrissian for J.J. Abrams' Star Wars Episode Nine. This one's for the fans. J.J. Uh, <laughs> Abrams is back. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Talk about one step forward, two steps back. Um, <laughs> no, I say that. I really like The Force Awakens. Um, and it's it certainly guilty of retreading old ground in a way that The Last Jedi isn't. 
It retreaded um, old ground. It did. So I'm just, I was just looking up Billy, so, Billy D. Williams is. He was, he was uh, Two Face in the Lego Batman. Movie. Yes. Yes. Okay. Great. Yes. I know who he is. That's your point, right? <laughs> Billy D. Williams. And would have been Two Face oh, well. in Batman Forever had Tim Burton not left the project. Right. Because um, he was Harvey Dent in Batman 1989. And so it was nice and that in that film they gave him his role. Yeah. yeah. That Lego Batman did yeah. it as a little, like, oh, here yeah. you go. Oh, that's nice. You're finally two faced. He signed up for to be Harvey Dent in the original Batman because he thought he was going to go and get to be two faced at a later date mm. because he knew it was going to be a franchise. So. It only but, took about 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. It's the long way around. Long way around. Um, oh, yeah. So he's coming back for Star Wars. Now, Clara sometimes asked me if I dream. Oh, no! And I, I, I say yes? I dream of Billy. <laughs> Billy D. Williams. Billy D. <laughs> From Star Wars. <laughs> Let me tell you. I, I dream of Billy. Um, Sorry, you were talking about no, him coming back to Star Wars. I was saying. Yes. No, my only concern is Billy D. Williams... It's geriatric. Him, yeah, if you've, him, if you've seen him in recent... Um, if can voice him... act, can double oh, yeah. voice act, but it's geriatric. But, yeah, if you've seen him in recent appearances, like he is frail in a way that is obvious. Han, uh, Han Solo, that Harrison Ford <laughs> isn't, that Mark Hamill isn't, yeah. that, that Carrie that Fisher, Carrie was Fisher wasn't. So yeah. that's my only concern. All I'm saying so. is, if you're excited about this news, don't, for the love of God, look up his Dancing with the Stars appearances on YouTube. Oh. From about four years ago. Oh. There is a Star Wars themed one. Oh. And it's hard to watch. Better or worse than the holiday special? Well, which ones can? That's a very good question. <laughs> um, <laughs> depends on which... Which faction of the fans you ask? They're, they're, <laughs> they're both in the Legends continuity. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. Um, yeah, it's... Oh, God. Have, sorry, having not seen it... Um, <laughs> Uh, does does uh, Solo? Yes. Is that linked to the holiday special in any way? Like there was no, no. There are Wookies, and in the trailer, it looked like it was Chewie hugging maybe his wife Marla, but yeah. he's not. It's a faction it's of just, Wookies that are, that are enslaved okay. in this yeah. factory thing. Chewie frees some Wookies in the movie. Basically. Yeah, right. Yeah, and they hug. They hug. Yeah, and then they. they the that's how, that's how Wookies mate. They swap lice and then yeah, and then the little, yeah. little lice get to work. Yeah, and then you get, get pregnant. Busy. They get pregnant <laughs> the long way round. The uh, <laughs> the life life cycle. cycle. The dirty, dirty lies. Oh dear me! Put um, them in your lies. So oh, yeah, give them it's gonna be it's gonna be good for the fans to see Lando back. But do we really need? To, well, I guess yeah like who brings back old people but what was the most interesting aspect of Lando's character in Empire Strikes Back it was his relationship with Han Solo yeah who's not around anymore no yeah which who, who, was, who was the character who he had the second most amount of interaction with that was an interesting interaction Leia Leia who's not around anymore yeah yeah um, Do, um, he barely knows Chewie really yeah well and he and Luke share about maybe two lines of dialogue in the entire series yeah. I think it could be an interesting angle of seeing the revenge boner Lando has for the the kid who killed off his best friend. Is he his best friend though? I guess. Based on Empire, they yes. are friends. Based on Solo, no. Well, no, they're not friends yet. Yeah, are they? You watch. They'll they'll do what they did with the whole. You know, you know, in the Last Jedi, there was a whole thing with the dice, and they oh, kept emphasising, "Ah, good, <laughs> good, yeah, we have neutral ground in this yeah. podcast. That's lovely." Yeah, that's I saw, I saw. He um, likes it. 
I want to kill it. But not in the creepy remake it way. <laughs> My, myself and Billy Tracy uh, saw... What, yourself and Billy Tracy also of the Fafoofans? The <laughs> We, and, the, and the podcast Milk Two Sugars. Uh, yes, which is currently dormant, cancelled by Michael Grade. <laughs> um, waiting for the American remake. Milk and um, Two Sugars in distress. <laughs> uh, get on it, Levine. <laughs> you got to do something while you're not watching all the <laughs> <laughs> Um but we we went and so saw. Just check that's uh, that's uh, that's twelve minutes. We're already on Doctor Who. Hey! Uh, I was just going to say, me, me and Billy saw uh, uh, the last no, the Force Awakens. That was the first, the seventh film, the Jijabrams yes, one. Yes, yes, the Jijabrams. And uh, we went and saw it in the cinema over the Christmas. It came out, and we turned to each other at the end and just went four out of ten. And we, that was it. We were like, "Is that is that what the fuss was about? Is that it?" Um, okay. Because uh, I think Billy could talk about it better than I could because I think he's watched them all now. But I was like, "This doesn't speak to me at all." <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, I can I can second. Are you that. not excited by the return of a geriatric old man to a franchise he hasn't been in for forty years? What you mean, Colin Baker's coming back to Doctor <laughs> Who? <laughs> Hey, if if you listen to Big Finish, you never went away. (laughs) And if you watch Star Wars Rebels, Lando never went away. Also, yeah, Yeah, also. Well, no, he pops up in in one, yeah. He got a character arc, though. Did did, did he? They actually gave him stuff to do. He's in a couple. Oh, I've only seen him in one episode. Meat. I think it's series three when he has a proper bite of the apple. Interesting. But in Last Jedi, there was a set of dice in the Millennium Falcon's um, cockpit. Like right. a set of die, like these little metal, sort of like a bracelet, almost like a charm bracelet. Which have been die, there in all the movies. Which have been there, fair, but they've never been a focal yeah. point. They're just part of the set. Mm. And they're looked at in The Last Jedi by Luke and then given to Leia at the end, almost like they're this really big thing. Excuse me, burp trapped. Uh, and, um, and of course they played that up in Solo. Yeah. At the start of Solo, it's like he has them, he makes sure he takes them with him and he gives them to his friend Kira and she gives it back to him later, like they're a big thing. Yes, so you know they only did it really in The Last Jedi because they wanted a thing, for the, a physical thing of hands to be a focal point. Mm. So they picked that and then went, oh, we'll make it more important by making it a thing in Solo. Right, okay. So I've got a feeling that Lando will probably, in this, end up in the Falcon yeah. and there'll be a... a completely obvious reference to his um, droid uh, co-pilot slash yeah. companion slash yeah. lover who is part of the ship's computer as of the end of Solo. Definitely sex that robot. Something which is, Ooh, something which is, something which is not referenced in Empire Strikes Back once. Nope. Something which is not referenced in Return of the Jedi once. Both films in which he flies the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Well, they'll totally reference it in this one. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. Because... Reasons because they want to build up the mythology more it's, in a way that just isn't very organic. It's not that I have a problem with bringing back old characters. It's just do you need does to. it make sense? Because mm. all all the interesting stuff from the new ones has been the new stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But all but all the returns of old characters have made sense and had yeah. payoff both yeah. emotional and just fan service. Mm. Like particularly the the Luke stuff in in Last Jedi, I've got a hell of a, I know we we disagree on this, yeah, yeah, but, but I think the emotional payoff for it was just brilliant. Sorry, two people talking on the internet about two things that they disagree. Yeah, and not 
fighting each other, calling each other cunts. No, 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 no. Or, I mean, we both consume large amounts of soy. I saw it today. Yeah, yeah. I saw it by yeah. night. So yeah. much soy. You both, <laughs> you both opened four litre <laughs> bottles of soy and glugged them down at once. <laughs> we did. I am <laughs> a soy boy. Um, <laughs> we shill for soy, yeah. if anything. And yeah. Disney. Um, <laughs> Disney and soy. I cannot shill for The Disney, Disney soy empire. But also, on a, on a slightly related note to... Um, like geriatric old men coming back to franchises that have been famous for in thirty years. So, Indiana Jones Five has been put back. Yeah, is like twenty twenty one. That was the news story <laughs> this week. Indiana We're Jones not. Five put back was which was met with was that reaction. Yeah, exactly. That was the reaction it was met with. Wait, what? Harrison Ford <laughs> is going to be dead by the time you try and make this. <laughs> It's all right, they've got CGI. Like, <laughs> why are you doing this? The man is old. Just, I mean, talk in him. Just, 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 just boot up the CGI. I was like to say, he's not, he's not frail in the same way that Billy Dee Williams has been shown to be recently. Which, yeah. is the, which is the only thing that I've kind of got against him returning for the Star Wars. Just like, yo, if he's not up to it, then then don't make him do it. But don't make him do the thing, guys. Yeah. But, but, yeah. So is is. Lando famous for dancing and stuff. No, but it's just like oh, it's no. a, I mean, he's funny. I, I wanted to see no. an old man trying to like moonwalk into the set of Star Wars Nine. Yes, hey, is that what he does? Baby, I but I still it, got it. It is an action adventure franchise, and they made they made Mark Hamill get fitter and do some stuff for for, for nearly four for, years. Yeah, considering and, he didn't film for a very oh, long yes. time. And um, <laughs> Mark, we need to get you fit and trim so you can turn around. And when they were making. <laughs> When they were making Force Awakens, they nearly broke Harrison Ford because they dropped a door on his leg. Oh, yeah, I that, yeah. So, you know, which he sued him for. Did he actually sue him? Yeah. <laughs> because, of course, you would. Mikey needs Oh, my God! Oh my God what's this? What's that? <laughs> what the hell's this? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry about that. Sorry, everybody. Just some copyrighted material drifting yeah, in there. Yeah, sorry. You have um, to say it to not turn off. <laughs> Uh, I've ruined the football now I've ruined everything else oh it's it's football results man oh, again I forgot what accident was Never mind. The, I've got no, New Zealand the now. entire country jumping the gun is what ruined the football right. um, yeah. Yeah. it's coming home it's, it's coming, coming home the revenue for mm-hmm. Frank Skinner is coming <laughs> home and David Baddiel checks David. to David Baddiel and also the lightning seeds remember the lightning seeds yeah mm. no, now, I do. Um, now I do I don't know what that was Afterwards, we'll listen to some Jimmy Nail. Remember the lightning scene? An XTC. Remember Goosebumps? I remember Goosebumps. Oh! I see what you're doing. Segway. Remember, oh. that, remember that Goosebumps movie that you Segway. liked and no one else saw? I really liked. And I saw a clip of it. America there. saw it at Halloween 2015. Mm. And then the rest of the world got it in February 2016. Sony. That was a sensible decision <laughs> from Sony. <laughs> the latest in their line of sensible decisions. They make incredibly Sony. <laughs> Sony. Are they having like some sort of competition with Warner Brothers? <laughs> to be like, <laughs> which studio could outstupid the other? <laughs> we, we're all we're playing cat and mouse here because we don't know who's going to do the stupid thing next. Let's release this kid-friendly yeah. horror comedy movie in fucking February. <laughs> Idiots. Um. Well, what happened in relation to Goosebumps, Matthew? <laughs> we're getting another one. Are we? Are we really? Enough people saw that first one <laughs> and we're getting another one. You sound sceptical, even though I, I know you saw the trailer. I showed you the trailer. <laughs> yeah. You showed it. I made the trailer. You forced us. You forced yeah. me down. So, 
<laughs> hands on my wrists. I'm quite fond of Goosebumps. I was as a kid. I enjoyed the books. I thought the TV series was cool, but Slappy the Dummy scared me away that much. I tried not to watch it as much as I could, or at least mm. wait for the title to come up to see what story it was, and then when it wasn't one of his, I'd watch it. You loved it, you too. Um, <laughs> my favourite was The Cuckoo Clock of Doom. I had the VHS of A Night in Terror Tower. With introduction I, by R.L. Stein. I oh the, yeah, the later seasons was like, hello, I'm R.L. Stein. I write the Goosebumps books. <laughs> I'm also not particularly charismatic on camera, which is why they made Jack Beck play a fictionalized version of me in the film. And then he appears at the end briefly in the school halls as a teacher called Mr. Black. Huh? Which is a nice little, hey, mm. nice little, mm. uh, nice little there. There. <laughs> 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 little story there. It's a story that I love. Very good, <laughs> Mr. Ventura. Um, um, so the first movie Goosebumps was like 25 odd years too late not for lack of trying uh, the first Goosebumps movie pitch happened in the late 90s and Tim Burton was set to direct it true story okay. true story at the height of its powers yeah. um, the nostalgia never went away the books still do sell really well hence why they ended up still making a movie the film is basically um it's Monster Squad meets Gremlins. Like, it's small town gets terrorised by the creatures and and um, hazards from the Goosebumps books. Because mm. you learn that R.L. Stein travels the country with his daughter, um, moving from place to place to stop being discovered. Because he's a successful writer and he likes writing. But the problem is, when he wrote the stories as he was growing up, the stories became real. Because he always believed in it that much. And they were his, like, that was his stuff that he loved. The monsters. Like, you know, the nasty stuff. Like, he preferred that because he was always sort of picked on as a kid. Mm. And then eventually he realises, this is kind of dangerous. And make sure that the original manuscripts are kept locked up. Right. And that keeps the monsters at bay. And then one fateful night, uh, the neighbour, the main character played by Dylan Manette, who's bloody brilliant in the first film. Everyone's great in the first film. Um, breaks into his study because uh, he thinks uh, Hannah, his daughter, is in trouble. She's not. And they open up the abominable snowman of Pasadena and all hell breaks loose and it just begins to snowball from there and, and classic Goosebumps monsters get highlighted appearances and some are in the background and it really annoyed people like the haunted mask she's in there you don't see her very much um, <laughs> but the film did really really well in the States and has done really well on home video and has been a great example of Sony uh, Sony Pictures really getting family audiences in the last few years it seems for every really shit family movie they release animation live action whatever they then seem to now be releasing two really good ones yeah there's interesting stuff happening it's like there's a nice build up but we were talking about it before like I'm not a fan of any project that funds Adam Sandler in any way mm-hmm. um, but I am a fan of the freaking guy who created Dexter's Lab so the visuals of Hotel Transylvania make me happy I don't really care to watch them in the in full but you- the trailer for number three makes me feel sad because I'm like, that's Dracula having a dance party on a boat. <clears throat> like, what the hell's happening? But the mm. visual animation style looks really pretty. Mm. It's it's good just to And Mel watch... Brooks is in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we'll give it a go. If you Have watch... producers yet, Matt? Don't. Good, let's get out of the way. Um, <laughs> you should watch them on mute. Okay. There's a lot of cartoons as well these days, which if you watch it on mute, you'll just be like, oh, this is gorgeous. Because <laughs> all the animators are sitting there turning off the audio... <laughs> and listening to other things and having fun. Um, so I, I would recommend that because you get to see the expressive nature of the animation which they're pushing. But you, like, yeah. on an animation standpoint, obviously, you know, we've got, um, they, they recently did, uh, Storks, which was very, Looney and Merry Melodies. Yeah. Yes. And it was, it was, it was very loud, but very wonderful. And, and now obviously later, 
on this year, Sony Pictures Animation are bringing us the Spider Verse. Yes, the Into, Sp- Into the Spider Verse looks amazing. Mm. Um, and again, just they the, the, the take that leap of going, let's try something that looks like nothing we've seen before. Yeah, an experiment, but also not at the cost of the story. Let's create something that, from what we can tell so far, mm. is an interesting layered sci-fi wibbly epic, and there's loads of stuff happening in it, and it's superhero-y, but it's also a bit kind of time travel, what if scenario. Mm. thing going on focus on really popular character who people would love to see have a movie about them Miles Morales mm-hmm. give us something we've never had in a film older schlubbier Peter instead yeah. of the younger and experienced Peter yes and it's like this is great I'm down for this this is brilliant um, so they're definitely doing something right Jumanji Lucy and I recently watched Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle brilliant was there fun and games so much fun there were fun and games it could be everything you want did yeah. they know the names they did know the names <laughs> um, although one thing that made me go huh, the callback to the first movie is <clears throat> so obviously done as a way of just going hey audience and then they move on okay right. it's really weird like there's basically there's a brief bit where they meet with a new, char- a new character in there someone else who seems to be someone who was playing the game at some point uh, play- Nick Jonas's character and he hides out in a camp um that he found and scratched into the bark of part of it were the as the words Alan Parrish was here, right? And, and and they say like you built this place. He's like, no, this this guy did. It's like it's Parrish's camp. I'm just living in it. Mm. And then someone sort of says like maybe it was someone else who played the game. And then they just move on from it. But it's done in such a way that's just like yeah, yeah, guys, remember the first one? Yeah, remember the first one? All like, right, it's like if it's if they handled it almost less highlighty, mm. it would have been more subtle than in the moment. It's, or, or even just not mention the name and just have a shot of that in the foreground yeah, and there's the connection for the audience. Like as they walk into the camp, you just have a panning shot and in the foreground you see the bark and it just says it mm-hmm. and then you're done. Yeah. yeah. Or even just like someone you know, puts on a shirt or whatever and he's written in the name tag. They're like, who's Alan Parrish? It's like, mm. someone else who played the game, I think. I don't know. Like, I just found this place. Yeah. And then everyone at home goes, because oh, they realise <laughs> oh it's a reference to the original I saw um, that in the 90s but it was re- it's really entertaining and funny as hell and, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson is brilliant playing against type that, okay. he is just and, and Karen Gillan is great playing a, a very uncomfortable sort of like out of a depth character and mm-hmm. Jack Black is hilarious playing a vapid teenage valley girl <laughs> and Kevin Hart is playing Kevin Hart the, the rise uh, of Dwayne the Rock to Johnson to, to the prominence he has now has just been astounding he's to, kind of amazing like, it's just the I would let him do things it, it just, like take me to the park okay between what are you his legs the park? what what are you going to do at the park what fly a kite yeah, up to the highest height with, yeah. with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, and send it soaring mm. up through the atmosphere. Wait, are you implying that Dwayne the Rock Johnson is playing Mr. Banks in Mary Poppins Returns? <laughs> see, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Billy Dee Williams is, is going to play the part. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh god, he's too old to fly kites. I feel bad for calling out Billy Dee Williams on being too old, but like the man's frail. Come on. Do you know what isn't frail? What? Goosebumps the franchise. Yay! Because Goosebumps oh, 2 is... Uh, is it, it looks like... Uh, do you know what? I'm going to say this. I really, really enjoyed the first one. Yes. The second one, it was it was said earlier on that two scripts had been written. One featured characters from the first and would carry on that story. The other would be a completely standalone story, possibly narrated by Jack Black reprising the role of R.L. Stein. Right, okay. So more of an anthology. And the belief was for a while it was going to be an adaptation of the Horrorland book. 
and then the subsequent Welcome to Horrorland books in the Goosebumps series, the one about the theme park with the goblins. And right, okay. at the original, at the end, you find out that the, the humans are actually not in a theme park. They're they're part of the attractions of this oh. thing, and they're now just there. And they're goblins. And, yeah, and the hor- the horrors were sort of the. The, the icon of the series for that first few years when they were making merch about it, it was these green guys with the horns and the red eyes right. and stuff and that they were the logo before um freaking the, the hamster and uh slappy and stuff got more popular and the hamster the rabbit a uh, cuddles cuddles the bunny um and there's a hamster though in monster blood isn't there there is a hamster in monster blood yeah uh, actually you know cuddles is the hamster the bunny's something else and then there was a skeleton called Curly, who's not actually in any of the books. No, but he was, but just he like, was like the face for the merch for so long. Wilkinson's. Yeah. They used to have like pads mm. and freaking <laughs> bouncy balls and stuff. Oh, they had so much. I used um, to have an alarm clock with Curly on it that screamed as the alarm. Oh, that's cool. And it was like a dome thing and you push down the dome and snooze it. That's freaking cool. That's mm. cool. It was cool. So, the, you know, uh, uh, it was like, oh, your horror adaptation. Goosebumps 2 Haunted Halloween looks like it isn't going to be a direct sequel to the original movie and is set some years after it and some kids, including Benny from um, It, mm-hmm. chapter Jeremy 1. Jeremy Ray Bullock. Come again? Jeremy Ray Bullock. Sounds like a serial killer. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Not yet. Give him time. Give him time. He's only young. <laughs> um, so, Jeremy Ray Bullock and his many victims um, come across... Future victims. Uh, Come across in Stein's old-looking house, but it's definitely the house yeah. from the first one, um, a manuscript, a, a book that was locked away, seemingly never to be found, called Haunted Halloween. It's a shit job of that, didn't it? And it seems like it might have been Stein's ultimate, like, his his original, like, crossover book or whatever, his big event, or at least something with Slappy in it, because Slappy's back. The Avengers Infinity War of Goosebumps. Yeah, <laughs> and in the trailer we see the Abominable Snowman's back, and, and um, the Werewolf Fever Swamp's back. And a bunch of new looking things. There's a really nice bit in the trailer where like Slappy obviously is summoning stuff through it looks like goosebumps and Halloween merch mm. in a Walmart. Yeah, and they're just kind neat. of climbing out of the stands. Pretty neat. That looked quite cool. Like right down to the snowman and the werewolf's face is still just being plastic masks, but yeah. the body's yeah. sort of climbing out behind it. So there's some of that going on and, and it looks like a very rushed trailer though. There's lots of shots of the first film in there. Like the first minute and a half of it is Remember what happened in the last one with the stuff and the things? This will get you back on side, guys. Come on. And they've confirmed that Jack Black is reprising the voice of Slappy, Mm -hmm. but in the trailer it's Avery Jones, the guy who plays him on set. Right. Who might be more familiar to people because he was the voice of him for all the social media and the junkets and and everything at the time. Because you're the only person who actually watched Goosebumps. In the UK, maybe. (laughs) In America, it did really bloody well. So much that this sequel was greenlit like by November 2015. Like, before we even had the original. Before we even had it, yeah. That's impressive. I, I will say this. It does look, but maybe it's just because they're reusing a lot of stuff, like a little cheaper. Not so much the visuals, but more just the, here's this glory effect shot. Well, and here's this effect shot. It, Are you excited yet, guys? Here's this effect shot. I'm not it, that excited. Here's a snippet of a uh, bit of dialogue. It looks like it's got the potential of, of retreading the first film. Yeah, it depends on how, how they twist it. But then mm. again, if they're aiming at the younger audience this time that were won over to the franchise by the first film, because mm. the first film played really well to all ages because 90s, 80s and 90s kids were like, oh my God, yes! <laughs> um, and the people who grew up with the TV show and syndication were like, oh my God! And you know you're a 90s kid <laughs> when... The, the Fox Kids logo makes you cream. Yeah. Pie. Makes me 
cry pie. But like, but like, and then a bunch mm. of kids won over by the first one. A load of the books got reissued. There was loads mm. of activity books and tie-ins to the films that did really well in the states. Scholastic uh, did some stuff with Goosebumps last year and uh, brought Slappy back to do some of the uh, marketing for a horror like selection they did for ages, and that was in schools throughout America. So. Like, Goosebumps is back for that younger audience. Yeah. Like, it's new for them, but it's back. So if this film's aiming directly at the younger audience, fine, I'm cool with that. That's great. I'll still watch it and enjoy it and have a laugh. Um, but, yeah, that trailer did feel a bit more like we were watching, you know, Little Mermaid 2 rather than... Uh, <laughs> the straight yeah, to video. Yeah, like, you know, Ursula's crazy sister! Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Ursula's hotter sister... What? Yeah, I've seen that. Before. You got a thing for um, Morgana? Is it, is it also screen? played by Pat Carroll? I don't really know. Is, well, is, uh, is a, a twist in time. Yeah, that's the one where it turns out the evil stepmother is now Cinderella. Cinderella. Oh no! no uh, one of the what? other stepsisters yes. uh, gets the slipper um, because the stepmother steals the fairy godmother's wand, and turns her to stone, and turns time back. Yes, and it's Disney tune going. Good. Good. Fuck it. Let's just tell a story we would like to tell, <laughs> and it's kind of brilliant. Very good. It's really odd. It's like the Lion King sequels are beautifully animated, but kind of pointless. Mm. Like Cinderella Three: A Twist in Time is sort of genius, but is forgotten and ignored because it's Cinderella Three: A Twist in Time. C- yeah. So Cinderella Three. Cinderella Three: A Twist in Time. Um, Have a little look at it with your eye. Put it in the slipper and make it cry. Let's talk about another long-running franchise. You're not gonna, are you? No, come what? on, no. What? No, Matt, no. This one's for you, Chris. Oh. So tell me about the child's play developments. So something's been happening. There's been rumblings in the child's play camp. Something has been camp happening. Chuck it. And I will tell you about it in precisely 30 seconds' time whilst I grab a beverage. Oh! In the meantime, John, are you familiar with child's play? No. Matt, fell John in on child's play. I right. made you watch all the films last year, that you made did. you qualified. Well, they didn't make me watch all the films. I, I, it was voluntary. Um, Child's Play is one of the survivors of what I like to call the mascot horror film boom of the 80s. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's a series of films revolving around a, a doll which contains the soul of a, of a serial killer voiced by, um, what's his name? Worm Tongue in Lord of the Rings. Um, what's your buddy called? What's he called, Chris? Brad Dourif? Brad Dourif, that's the one. Brad Couldn't, couldn't remember his name. Oh, mysterious voice away. Couldn't remember his name. Um, and he's got a sense of humour, and um, he's he kills people, and it's been... It's, it's, it's got a comic edge to it, mm-hmm. and then they, re, they reinvented it in the late 90s, early 2000s, with Bride of Chucky, and they brought Jennifer Tilly on. And it's, it's fun and silly, and then again recently, thanks to crowdfunding and directed director video distribution, Don Mancini, who's the creator of the franchise, has managed to pump a couple more out yeah. to sort of expand the the mythology and keep it going. And um, yeah, it's they're fun, they're fun and silly. Not not all of them are particularly good. Hey, but that's true. That's definitely <laughs> true. But there's joys to be had with child's play, and it's. Like I say, those those sort of mascot horror films, they keep... Sometimes they keep pumping them out and they really, really run them into the ground. Especially when um, they're pumped out in quick succession. Yeah. I oh. mean, look at the 80s and the early 90s. Like, they were just pumping them out. Yeah. And just chugging just, them out. Just whacking them, just... 
just just a, a just, big just, splurge of them. Just, just just pounding it. it. Um, and so how many films are there? Uh, there are seven. seven. Right. Child's Play, 1988. Uh, so by the standards Child's of some of, the, some of these movies... What? Child's Play, 392? By the standards of some movies in a similar vein, um, not that many. Yeah. Uh, like they, compared to Friday the 13th or Hellraiser. Yeah, Elm Street. Elm Street. Uh, Elm Street is only just slightly longer. There's six of them, then New Nightmare, then Freddy vs. Jason, and then the remake. Uh, but Child's Play has avoided being remade for the longest time. And also yes, because also not had a remake, which a lot of the other yeah. sort of... Yeah, now it's been it's been films. on the cards since like 2007, but Don Mancini, the original creator, the guy who's the co-creator of the entire idea, the, the director of the fifth, sixth, and seventh films, mm. um, has very much fought for it, saying, look, this fan base exists. Cedar Chucky was the last theatrical one. It was a bit too more on the comedy side, and it didn't really gel with a lot of people. Some wonderful freaking animatronics work. Oh, it? yeah, and, the, the effects work in the movies, in all the movies. And some, and some very nice dark comedy. Yeah. Just a little slip. Like, all that yeah. stuff is so good and really creepy, and and, and 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 Billy Boyd plays a really sort of odd character that is either a really well-handled or really insensitive take on people with gender-fluid identities. I think I'm it was meant. Lean. It was meant. It was meant with a positive. I'm going to lean turn, towards the yeah. latter. Problematic. Problematic. Um, it's problematic. But anyway, so, so Don Mancini really pushed. <laughs> Don Mancini really pushed um, the franchise continuing, and he eventually convinced Universal to let him carry on the franchise with the first DVD one, Curse of Chucky, in 2013, by saying good. to them, "Look, give me, just give me five million mm. to make it." And kickstart the marketing. Five million. And they went, alright, okay, fine, whatever, there you go, go and do it. Straight to DVD, little little thing. And in the first, like, month, it made, like, six, seven times that. By the end of the year, it made, like, 25 times that. Because people who loved the franchise immediately bought it. Yeah. Um, it did. It went to horror festivals a few months before it came mm-hmm. out, so the word of mouth had spread that it was a really solid, really dark entry into the series. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Universal went, oh, go on, you can make another one. Then he went, great, 10 million. Right. So they gave him 10 million. In Cult of Chucky came out last October. Mm-hmm. And it was great and twisted and weird and really experimental. Plays and... on the voodoo aspect of it all. Okay. More than the novelty side of it. And left the series in a very interesting place going forward. Mm. Now, as we talked about, I think it was last week on mm. the show, maybe the week before, it's continuing as a TV series by Don Mancini, the director okay. and creator is is heading up and show running Child's Play, which is a TV series. Uh, is that directly following on from Cult of Chucky? Directly following on from Cult of Chucky. Good. But he Good. also confirmed that the movies would continue as well. Okay. So the show would be like eight episode miniseries, then like a film, then an eight episode miniseries. The films can work on their own, but the show is like the further stories of what's going on. The bridging material. Yeah, like the anime, the film, the, the series is like the animated series equivalent of, of this, an in this, canon thing. This, ho- this whole TV to to film back and forth is a you know a tried and and tested and proven method of doing a multimedia franchise. It really worked well for the Dark Tower. Oh, no, but, ah, but the, difference, <laughs> the difference here is though it's actually sort of being made the films have been made and there's yeah. been a couple and Don Mancini's yeah. saying my condition is give me a low budget because then you can't complain and it's they're like yeah good point Christopher it's not been made yet well here's this I'm week- just saying here's this week's news alright what's this week's news MGM 
the rights holders to Child's Play. MGM aren't a thing anymore. MGM and its shareholdery, what's it, people who own the subsidiaries and the different rights and everything. Yeah. It still exists. Because they're always involved in the James Bond discussion. Okay, they're still in James Bond. Yeah. I didn't think they were still sold. They hold the rights to Child's Play. For ages, if you bought a box God. set over the late 90s, early 2000s of Chucky stuff, you'd never find Child's Play 1 in the box set. They wouldn't allow it. You, oh, the whole Jaws thing where you can't buy a box set with all four, you can only buy the second. Yeah. You can only buy the original or the sequels. Yeah, because Universal yeah. own the um, own it from number two onwards. Yeah. Um, then the box set came out with Curse of Chucky that had Child's Play 1 in it. And then the most recent one, which uh, Lou got for her birthday, she's adorable, uh, is contains the whole thing, all seven movies in one box set. It's like, yay, this is great. They're all playing a lot along. This is wonderful. Mm. No, MGM announced this week they're remaking Child's Play. Oh, no. Good. Good. Don Mancini is not involved. Good. I bet he's and really he's very vocally. That. No, he's very vocally talking about it on Twitter, yes, saying... I bet he is. I'm not involved in this, and based on your reactions, you don't want this either, fans yeah. of the franchise. So this is interesting, mostly because the premise is this. A group of teenagers... No. Nope find themselves in a life or death game no. when a high-tech version of a toy from their childhood no. goes on a killing spree. No! No! That's not child's play. That's not what it is. Oh, it's K-9 gets a virus. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's like, the clue's the clue in the question. It's death child's <laughs> play. It's child's play. Yeah. There has to be a child Part of the horror the of the original of is that... One of the people very much in danger is six-year-old Andy yeah. Barkley. Right. And the way the film plays out... I mean, spoiler alert, uh, Chucky's alive, John. No. <laughs> but the way the first film plays out, you don't get any confirmation of that for 59 minutes. Yeah. Okay, so, like, be, you so people see, keep on having terrible things happen. Yeah, you see at the beginning, yeah. you see Charles Lee Ray, the, the serial killer, played by Brad Dourif, being tracked down by Chris Sarandon's cop, um, uh, Detective Mike. Singer. Oh, uh, and, um, so did they steal the plot for that for 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 the probably. snowman movie Jack Frost? Possibly. What the what the way we're we talking Jack Frost the horror film? Yes. Yeah, the one where he yeah. uh, he gets melted by acid into yes. the snow. Yes. Yeah. And Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> I've never heard that one. That's the same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's a film called Ginger Dead Man, we and get... it was voiced by Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah. One yeah. of his sequels is a crossover with another obscure franchise. It's called The Ginger Dead Man vs. Evil Bong. I'm not kidding. Evil These movies bong. exist. Evil, evil Bong. An evil Bong. He is an evil Bong. And well, a murderous gingerbread man team up. Or do they? Well, that just they sounds fight? like me on a Saturday night. Hey! <laughs> evil gingerbread man with an evil Bong. I don't know what that means. So yeah, but so MGM but, making yeah, so, but, but, but like the, in the original they play on off it for a while to the point where aside from the opening scene with the pos like is, is this guy doing voodoo? What the hell is he doing? Like is he shot in the toy store and he just grabs the nearest thing and makes this chant and then he's found dead. Give me the power. I beg, beg of Ade Dewey Dembella. <laughs> um, and you spend the majority of the film going, this is obviously going to be a living doll story. It's got to be. But to this credit, he never appears in the trailers moving, ever. Mm, they never right. show any of that. I was never in the marketing. The, even the original poster, which I think you've seen, it's just, it's the, yeah. the, the tower, the flat block of flats, the uh, the babysitter falling from the window, yeah. and there's just these eyes in the clouds. Ooh. And it's like, Luda. okay. And, and the tagline was, something evil has moved in with the Barclays. 
And you're just like, <laughs> that's fantastic. That's yeah, and you're like, oh god, what was that? that? Was really... 80... 88. 88. That's like that's so kind of post Spielberg. Yeah, that's wonderful. And it's nice and ambiguous. And then there's this wonderful moment to all that. Andy's been detained by his childcare people, and his mum, uh, who's, who's the main character of the film, is like just looking with the dog. She's like, he keeps saying the doll's talking to him. And, st- and you know, like, and it is a talking kid. doll, like the, right. the line of doll, the hey, line of dolls. Who's I'm Chucky. Want to play? It has <laughs> electronics, <laughs> and it's based like completely on like the Cabbage Patch Kids yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and that boom of stuff in the eighties. And basically, she, oh god, what is it? She she picks up the box mm-hmm. in the kitchen just to see if there's just something like, and the battery pack falls out of the box. Yeah. So the little, um, the the batteries in the little plastic in the cling yeah, film. Yeah, that's very good. Yes. Yeah. So she goes back into the living room like really cautiously. And she picks this thing up. And she turns it over. And every character in the movie at this point is just handled like you handled it like yeah. you would a doll. Yeah. There's no like oh god. It's just like da da da. Yeah. She turns it over, and she like sort of rips the velcro off the dungarees at the back and opens the back, and opens the hatch, mm-hmm. and there's no batteries. And the head turns round. <laughs> And it's, it's like it's great. oh god, and it's great. And then, it, but there's that moment where he turns, like where she so she drops it, she yeah. picks it back up, and she threatens to throw it in the fire. And it just suddenly this cute little plastic face drops into the really quickly. The animatronics work so good in that first one. Yeah. It just drops from this like e face into this horrid scowl, yeah. and it just goes, "You fucking bitch, I'll kill you!" And you're like, "Whoa, uh. whoa, whoa!" <laughs> like what the hell? It's great, and Brad Dourif sells it because it's yeah. just this horrible voice coming out of this thing. And then for the rest of the 25 yeah. minutes of the movie, you're seeing him just fully moving around. Yeah, it's a mix of like. Um, bits of stop motion and live actors and, <clears throat> and blue screened out backgrounds and everything you know the chroma key to, to have him walking on a kitchen counter and stuff right. it looks great and his yeah. face looks more and more human as, as, the, as it goes on because okay, so the longer he's in the body the more he's going to be stuck in there forever Right. Okay. so he becomes more flesh and blood right. and can be killed uh, so it was only ever temporary and the, he can only transfer his soul into the body of Andy like the, the, per, the first person he revealed himself to is the only person he can transfer into. Okay. So he's like, I'm going to be a six-year-old boy. This is fucking hilarious. I can do this all over again. Like, I've been yeah. the Lakeshore Strangler for 20 years. I can do it again from right. scratch. Okay. It's like, oh, this is creepy. Yeah. And it's great. And the oh. sequels are a bit more daft and self-aware because they know that you know he's a living doll. And, yeah. and like in the second film, it's like a, it's a two-hander. It's Andy's story and Chucky's story. Mm. And it goes between the two. <laughs> And you know what I mean? You spend as yeah. much time with one as you do with the other. And it's yeah. like, this is great. And Andy goes into foster care and, and all this stuff. And he finds him. And, and the third one's at a military school. There's a great thing with a paintball. If you can't tell, I freaking love these movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but the kid's a big part of it. And the setting, the 80s. Cabbage Patch Kids were a massive thing. You watch a film set in the 80s, you believe that kids are playing with dolls and playing with action figures. Yeah. If you did it today, it wouldn't work because you can't tell a film about a killer iPad. They try. Or a murderous musically act. Uh, uh, they kill a Fortnite. <laughs> have, you, have you ever... It's yeah. Fortnite, but the game is real. You know, you're, you, sometimes like you're in bed and you watch something on your phone above you and you fall asleep and you drop it. Yeah. I've yeah. done that with my iPad. Yeah. Ooh. And those are 10-inch sheets of glass just on my... So you, you could have a killer iPad story. Charles play. I don't, I don't think it's the same thing. What if, something um, evil is what, charging what in if, the Grandstand um, House. Download. I don't know. What if it just <laughs> opens... There's a mouth on the screen that Parental opens, lock. And then the glass cracks into these jagged teeth. But it's is... like one of those... Like, it's like a TARDIS effect, where yeah. it's clearly bigger on the inside yeah. than the outside. You can see the back of the throat. Yeah. Mm. You can see it goes Ooh. deep. Yeah. Okay, now I want you to make this movie, guys. <laughs> Get to it. I'll put it on the docket with uh, Can of Baby. Can of Baby. <laughs> and oh, Terror Fried. Terror Fried! <laughs> oh... <laughs> 
we will start your low budget horror studio. It's going to happen. <laughs> mm. So it's just not the same if it's a bunch of teenagers running from a high tech to- toy. But if you're not happy about this, if you're a fan of the Chucky films, if you watched our Chucky watch thing last year and everything, go on Twitter. If you're not following Don Mancini already, go give him a follow. Show him your support. Let him know you don't want it either. Let, well, let him and Universal know that regardless of what MGM do, you want them to carry on with what they're doing as well. Remember, the court mandates a distance of 20 feet at all times. well John it's been fun but I gotta go I have a date with a six year old boy and you have a date with death he stabs the voodoo doll and the guy who taught him all the tricks bleeds out in the kitchen really creepy the voodoo stuff's the best stuff I hate it when I bleed out in the kitchen that's why a high tech doll just sounds so stupid it's like no it was voodoo it was really creepy it's stupid to have him walking around with like a a transformer's arm yeah, it's like vo- it was voodoo meets freaking commercial America. Yeah, yeah, and it, it was like it was so weird, and especially in the latest one, the voodoo goes crazy in the latest one. Right, soul transference and all this stuff—it's so messed up. God, I love I love the recent one. It's quite good. Yeah, the charred up head of the original one being kept in a safe. It's quite good. And Andy brings it out every now and because Andy came back for the seventh one, okay. the original actor, and he he's got the head of the original from post credits of the sixth one. And he brings it out of the safe like every night and tortures it mm. for 20 minutes and then puts it back in and locks it away. Okay. Because it's just cathartic. Yes, I mean, It's like, this is great. It, it's alive. Yeah. Like, it feels everything. <laughs> and it, the way it looks, he's been like hammering nails into it and stuff. Ooh. And That's then good. gets drunk and depressed and gets stoned and shares a spliff with it. And it's just like, <laughs> this is mental and I love it. That sounds great. It goes places, man. It goes to, places. The modern version of that you would do, really, is like a mix between Small Soldiers and Funko Pop. God, I love Small Soldiers. It's almost like... And Funko Pop murdering people would be frightening. Yeah. You're sleeping, in this, you're sleeping in this room tonight. Yeah, I'm just thinking about A that. room full of Funkos. I've just noticed. That's all right. There's more good guy Funkos than bad guy Funkos. That's good. They'll fight for me. Are they yes, really? Yes, there's a Hellboys up there. He'll, he'll look after you. Good, good going, <laughs> Mr. Hellboy. Uh, are they... <laughs> Does their good slash evil allegiance still apply if once they've been reanimated? Yes, that's good. Or animated. Well, that's reanimated. Well, I would argue. I would argue yes, because if we're going with small soldiers rules, the ones that are the ones that are actually pure of spirit will be good guys. I am because I am Archer, emissary of the Gorgonites. Emissary of the Gorgonites. Sorry, sorry. Greetings, I am Archer, emissary of the Gorgonites. Who are you? I'm Alan. Now shut up. Greetings, Alan. Now shut up. Wonder- I need to rewatch that. I love Small that movie. Soldiers is great. It's, I say it every time. It's Gremlins, it is 3, Gremlins 3 and it's perfect. And it's very good. <laughs> it's very good. You've been a bad boy. And now, you must be punished. Hiya! Says a malformed Barbie with a razor yes. blade for an arm. Yes! Voiced by Christina Ricci and Sir Michelle Geller. <laughs> and you've got... Uh, um, which one? Kirsten Ma- Mary Kate, yeah. yeah. Mary Kate and Ashley. Mary Kate, Kate. yeah. Uh, and one role played by Mary Kate and Ashley. <laughs> well, according to John Oliver, they are the same person and they're just moving really fast. <laughs> <laughs> what are Mary Kate and Ashley up to now? Looking at Nothing Elizabeth- as exciting as their, as their <laughs> yeah. younger sister. Looking apparently. at Elizabeth and going, oh man. What's, what's their younger, who's their younger Elizabeth sister? Olsen, Elizabeth Olsen. Who Olsen. plays Scarlet Witch in the Marvel movies. And Silent House uh, and Godzilla. Yeah. And... Oh, yeah, she was. Yeah. Is she the one with the red energy? Yes. Yes, the Russian one. When she wants well, to be. They soften the accent. Well. And, well. and she's going. 
Is she the one who's going I'm out? sorry. Did you say soften the accent? Yeah. <laughs> got rid of it completely. Who the hell are you? Get rid oh, of it. Sorry. Get rid of the accent. Oh, oh, the oh Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of softened like... accents. Um, <laughs> what? No, I was just saying, soften the accent. All right. Um, what? She's banging a robot. It's fine. Um, listen. Hey, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Diamond head. There's been Old a cl- Diamond Head. No, that's a different Marvel character. <laughs> I can believe it. You should. <laughs> because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Comics are uh, weird. weird. He's a Nova villain? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Original Nova. Richard Ryder. Yeah. Nova, yeah. Nova. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Diamond Head. Yes. <laughs> yes. um, I've still not watched Luke Cage season 2 I watched another episode of it the other day it's great. I, just, I just thought Diamond Back and it reminded it, me it's great because I I'm not rushing through it and I think that I did that with the first season I, 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 I think watched that, it over like two weeks I think that the series Netflix series not just a Marvel series but Netflix series in general even though they purport to make them to binge I think they suffer from it yeah. And now that I'm taking yeah. my time and stuff, I'm actually enjoying it. It was more. fine when it was original. Like, oh my god, this is yeah. new. A whole series in one day, let's binge it. And but it now, felt like yeah. it was essential. Yeah. Now you, it just you feel, feel like, like you have to get through it all yeah. in, one, I gotta get in like two it. weeks or in like a yeah. week or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, I just want to watch it when I want to watch it, when I'm in the mood for it. I think, yeah, so, we've gone from let's all watch it in one go to just I want to watch it when I'm ready. Yeah. We did that with Stranger Things series too, didn't we? We took our time with it and it was better for it. Me. Str- Stranger Things I you I'm talking to the Russian football man sorry the only reason I binge Stranger Things is because I was just so voracious for what happened next mm. like that was that was a show where I was just like I I I have to keep watching this because it's just riveting whereas with the, se- the second season of Luke Cage I'm just like I want to I want to be in this mood for an hour how this is what I'm doing now. Let's talk about emails. Talk about them? Yeah. We're not going to answer any more, read any more, we're just going to talk about emails. Okay. Emails are a Alexander Graham communication Bell started the, commu- where you the can, communication with the telephone. You can send textual messages. What kind <laughs> of messages? Textual. Thank God. Metatextual messages. Can Fair you also enough. place images in there? Or? You can place images in there. My goodness. Even sound clips, links to web pages. This is the future. Yes. This Tell is me the more. Future. And you exchange them by means of an email address, which is a uh, unique username that you create, and you and that exists at a certain domain. Tell me, Mister Watson, so, how much is one of these domains? Well, <laughs> you can you can get a free username. What? That's on, amazing. On For a, free on a domain owned by a company such as Microsoft or Google, so you can get your unique username. At Gmail or at Hotmail, which is the Microsoft one. NTL World. Um, uh, NTL World. Tiscally. Sky. AOL. Tis- AOL. iCloud. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Um, let's. <laughs> I enjoyed that bit. Let's stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to shift my massive arse and get comfortable. That's it. There you go. Ooh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Sorry, Christopher. I hope the feeling comes back into your legs. Um, this one comes in from Dan. 
Denzel Rawlingston. Ah, Denzel Rawlingston. his new name. He said, and the title is Never Eat Pears. <laughs> um, what? He says, and, and Never Eat Pears? What does what's that mean? What's that in reference to? What's what, that reference to? What are your three favourite items in the Tat Cave? Mine are Chris, Matt, and the Wall of Sentient Wigs. Oh, the Wall of Sentient Wigs! <laughs> yes, yeah. That was from the... Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I, I need to ask about that, because I, I, I had no, no context for that when that happened. <laughs> yes. That was, like... I'm not sure this context exists, Why really, were there wigs in your room? I'm not sure. You know, they were at the time. Do it might have been. It might have been. Depends on how long ago it was. It might have been the Pennywise thing, but it might also. No, I think it was pre that actually. I'm not sure. Can't remember. Do you wear wigs? It was in nine and ten. Oh Christ alive! In that case, it possibly was a wig because I had just had some stuff brought from my mum's that was mine, including a box of props. Have yes. you? Mm. Worn so I might have. Wigs. I might have been elaborating based on a real thing. I see. Have I worn wigs? Yes. How many Naimons have you seen? Today? Will. <laughs> Will you wear wigs? Yeah, I'll wear wigs. When will you wear wigs? <laughs> what? <laughs> when? And where? And why? <laughs> I should explain context for that. No, don't. <laughs> no, because there's an Easter egg on one of the Return of the King DVDs, the extended version, yeah. of... Um, Elijah Wood being interviewed by Dominic Monaghan only doesn't know it's Dominic Monaghan because he's behind the screen and he's doing a voice and he's just asking Elijah Wood do you wear wigs? <laughs> have you worn wigs? will you wear wigs? <laughs> when will you wear wigs? <laughs> and it's just Elijah Wood getting increasingly wound up <laughs> Just like, what the fuck is going on? Okay. I can't picture Elijah Wood in a bad mood. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was like, like, when you said that, like, I was like, what? It's just like, bewildered. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's happening? When so, will you wear When will you wear Tell me, Don Miguel. Tell, Tell me about El Diablo. Um, I don't know <laughs> if you've mentioned it already. Because of course you don't, because you haven't listened to the podcast yet. That's how this time works. Um, but picks People assume. Picks of new Diddly figures have been released. Mm. So it's a range of figures based entirely on Art, on um, Arthur's little sister. Um, have been released. And they're figures, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it landed. It landed. It landed. <laughs> <But> <laughs> that took far too long. If you could control the minds and hands and feet of the many people at Character Options Limited, what would you rather make? (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, chickens! Denzel Rawlingston! Is he... (laughs) Sorry, I want to just congratulate you. Can I put your hand on the the Arthur reference? Yes! Thank you. Please do! (laughs) Um, Um... Um, oh, God. oh God! So, if character <laughs> options are making me... having fun isn't hard. Oh. <laughs> it's really not when you've got a library. Uh, so... <laughs> I hate that show. I hate that show with a passion. What with its incredibly robust Christian morals? <laughs> <laughs> I have, 
Uh, I have a story to tell that I probably shouldn't say on a public forum. Um, <laughs> well, that's it for this week, guys. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, but yeah, um, oh, listen to your is, heart. Is that in regards to like the ones that they were announced today? Of Joe this Dye, came in like nearly a week ago, so no. Oh, what was announced a week ago? No, right, I, um, pics oh. of new DW things. Ah, um, a week ago. Is this they, like new the gossip pre- The pre-order went up. For the ten-inch Jody figure, which was revealed today, oh, there was no pictures. Right. Oh. However, there were B and M sets released uh, announced recently, so it could mm. be that. Uh, they're mostly retools. The, the only new, 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 new figure new is uh, there's a Talons uh, Tom. Well, they're character options. So. Yeah, yeah, Talons yeah, yeah. Tom and a Bill Potts. Yes, it's Bill Potts. Which is a variant because apparently a collector's line Bill Potts is meant to be coming out this year at some point as oh, well. Oh, so it'll be a proper one for the. And then this is this is a proper, but it's just I think this this is Sans jacket in like the stripy vest top, but there was meant to be one in like a, a jacket, like a denim jacket and stuff coming oh, so... at some point. So oh, nice. so basically, we're getting a Bill Potts, uh, two different Bill Potts at some point this year. Um, Capaldi has the new head sculpt, but is in a red jacket, but still no hoodie or waistcoat, so it doesn't make any sense. The Matt Smith's a snowman, but we finally get an Amy Pond in a different outfit. Hey! But a bit late, really, <laughs> when you think I'm about so it. I'm so glad to think, have a new toy for a companion that left six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and a uh, third Doctor and Tardis, based on, I think, I might be wrong, I think it's the Time Monster. Time Monster! It, it's got the black base. Apparently that's only present in one scene, and mm. people were debating whether or not it's just because there's a shadow on the base of the TARDIS. Well, now it's canon. <laughs> in the toy range. Um, I'm happy for more Doctor Who toys in general, but I'll be honest, the only one I'm really looking to buy in the future is is a is a 13th doctor yes really and, Which, and, and stuff was announced today like well, um, not an official character options well, well, I can, well I can character options figure but it's a 10 inch yeah. tall one in cloth in uh, cloth, cloth clothing yeah. she's like a dolly so like a like a migo or or a um well, a necker um like a forces one. of destiny yeah, well, uh, yeah, well, and so, it's a really cool likeness. So I hope yeah. that they release yeah, that, it that in a five point five scale. It's it's exactly the right balance between stylized and, and accurate. Yeah, I, well, I really, I really hope we get it in the actual normal scale in plastic because it's um, it's really cool. It's quite cool. I was saying earlier today that it reminds me as well of the, like those Tom Baker ones from the seventies. Yeah, yes, it, like, yeah. fits in that line. So. Very cool. Which, very uh, which very my, dad, cool. my dad's got one. I, cl- I clapped. Oh, really? I think, I think he's got two. Clapped when you saw it. I clapped when I saw it. Um, he's got the TARDIS for it. Well. Clap, clap, oh, really? Yeah, the button looks Clap, character options. I, do, I don't think he's got the Cyberman though. I'll be honest. I kind of like the rock candy figure. Is that the uh, have a look? I think I've seen these before, like Harley Quinn versions and stuff. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, cool. cool. Uh, I'm waiting. Oh, uh, there's two different renders of her, so I don't know which to go with. You mentioned before, and I think this is brilliant. When you pointed out, I was like, "You're right." Everyone's been given the same promo shot to work. Yes, from. everyone's yeah. got the shot of Jodie Whittaker walking towards you on the Isle of Skye. Yes, and that's it. That's all. Yeah. That's the only pictures you've been like. Even even the Funko Pop, she's just doing the step. Doing um, the step. Yeah, with yeah. the coat billowing. With the coat, every it's all the so. It's it's a radical picture, so I'm down with it. Yeah, the coat is a good look. It's a really good coat. And, yeah. I don't talk about it publicly, but my God, that looks like a comfy coat. And it's, but it also, oh. it's on a, on a purely sort of like, looking at it purely from a, a perspective of character. Um, oh, I think. <laughs> talk to me more. Uh, yes. Uh, it's, it's a clown costume. It's a clown costume. It's, it, essentially, because it's the big pants that are quite stripes. long enough. Oh, it's right, a bit more. She's and the braces. It's 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 a clown in, in the in the theatrical sense. Yes. So it's it's 
really fitting. Well, I remember speaking and... to someone who I shall not name last year about Jodie's Doctor, and the and the word was that she was going to be much more action orientated, so much more motion. Yeah, than, uh, which I think of... is uh, definitely appreciated. Yeah. Yes, uh, um, in this day and age. Um, so saying clown, I think that kind of yeah. Sorry, I, I imagine that there's going to be an, ele- an ele- definitely an element of physical comedy to yes to characterization. I'll which tell you the this: costume will play it, into it's the f- its layers and billowiness. It's, it's the first. Such. It's the first Doctor we've had in a while where I've looked at it and gone, I would actually like to cosplay that. Which I know sounds weird, but I just mean because no, when, you, when, you, when you no, but like when you cosplay. As I've only done like once or twice, but like when you cosplay in convention centres, you get warm as balls so yes. quickly. She's got the cut off jeans yeah. like thing going on, and the coat is billowy, so you mm. can have short sleeves underneath. Yes, mm-hmm. that would be a comfortable cosplay. Yes, I would happily cosplay it's, the Thirteenth doc- Doctor. If, if they release a male variant of that coat, I'll buy it. And that's oh, yeah. the first time I've ever really seriously gone. Gonna buy a doctor's costume because <laughs> it's like that looks so cool and comfy. I was I tempted it. to buy Collins, but you know. Oh, well, <laughs> Billy's got one. <laughs> We're going to have to get that coat on you at some point. Yeah. It's a magical thing. Well, I've, worn, I've worn it at least once and then took it off because I was like, no, because um, I'll never take it off if I don't take it off now. When, I, keep when, it. when I've stayed at Billy's in the past, he's sometimes gone away and when he's come back, I'm just sitting in the living room wearing that. <laughs> or the pompous jo- doctor jacket. I'm just yeah. wearing the doctor coats he's got because I like big coats. <laughs> and he says, John... That's Please. meant to be in the wardrobe. And you go, I know, Billy, I know. <laughs> well, here's the thing. There's a request at the top of this next email oh. asking me to read it as Billy, as the sick doctor. <laughs> well, I can rate this. <laughs> oh my God, this is true. That's wonderful. Um, I don't know if I can do this on demand. I probably can't. Well, it's worth a try. Oh, um, it's, um, it's so... It's up here and everything is a point to be made. My, my, my dears. And how are you this fine frolicking evening? (laughs) As last week was just random, I thought I'd ask some random questions which you can split up if you want to. Favourite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? (laughs) Thoughts on 13 ghosts? What the hell? The Ice Warriors... Or the Salurians. (laughs) What do you think will happen in the next three Fantastic Beasts movies? Jesus wept. I've got three more of them. If you had the powers of poison ivy, what types of leaves would you use to make your outfit out of? (laughs) Okay, that question went in a much nicer direction. Did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. How was the CBBC chair? What the hell? All right. No pity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That wasn't bad, actually. No, you weren't too bad. It just needs needs one of us to do a a Crystal 12th Doctor response. I made you proud. Didn't you see me do it? It was my Um, running music. It was my running music. I listened to a Colin Big Finish the other day, and I enjoyed it, so sue me. Right, so I know, me. Matthew. <laughs> I, know. I know. Think. Don't big finish and drive. <laughs> um, um, favorite Arnold Braunschweiger movie. Um, um, fake answer: Hercules in New York. <laughs> genuine answer: Predator. What's the film where he's a retired? 
hitman with his daughter. And Commando. Like, I love it. Yeah. Oh, it's Commando. so good. Because there's, there's, there's also good. that great shot at the beginning of the film where they're like, she's got <laughs> yeah. ice cream and she dumps it in his face and there's a moment of... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, action music. Yeah, well, yeah. Action. <laughs> it's a montage, and it's a lovely montage. And our our Russian friend really liked Commando when they first saw it. Yeah, I really like Commando. How how it's... many how many Russian thumbs out of two do you give Commando? Russian, Russian thumbs. Man? How much is a Russian thumb worth on the open <laughs> market? Am I Russian? Okay, I don't um, know. That's where that's where it is. It's not coming home. It's in Russia. Um, it is. No, it literally is in it Russia. Is As of this recording, Russia. it's still in yeah, Russia. It's... Even if we'd won, it would still currently we be in Russia. We, we won't um, let it go. No. Football <laughs> isn't here, but that's okay. okay. It's the taking part that's important. We did really well, and I say we. But we didn't participate. We just watched it. Yeah, we all talked like we took part. Because it's a country thing. thing. And And that's football. True Lies is very good. Football is a game of balls and... (laughs) True Lies is very, very good. True Lies is great, actually. And it's impossible to find on Blu-ray. And the DVD's out of print. But they do exist. Lou found it the other day. Blu-rays? Not the Blu-rays. True Lies on DVD. Yeah. Do you remember? Yes. We found it. It does, flow, it does pop up on Amazon yes. occasionally, so keep an eye it's, out. It's out of print, because I've been trying but to get older yeah. for years. There's not, there's not been any newbies. We're right. talking pre-2003 as well, so it's I'm, got the older certificate on it. And it's, and it's oh, also wow. James Cameron. <clears throat> like, so why the how many films released? did James Cameron make? Like, yeah. He's not got a huge filmography. Influential, yes. but he's not made a lot of films. So so many bankrupt, many <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so why isn't it out on Blu-ray? Because the money he was going to spend on making Blu-ray or DVD copies of uh, True Lies uh, went to paying for submarines and uh, Avatar sequels. I also, prefer his submarines, not his avatars. Also the sexiest <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis has ever been. And I don't say that lightly. I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I could say Terminator and Terminator 2, but really that's kind of boring. Uh, it's somewhere between The Last Action Hero and True, and True Lies. I still need to see Last Action Hero. Last Action Hero was very good. I remember... But it was completely destroyed by Jurassic Park in the box office. Yeah. And I I remember being told about it by Richard B. Brooks and hearing about it going, that sounds great! It's (laughs) really good! (laughs) It's really... It's a Shane Black movie, so, you know... I've not seen Maggie yet, either. Maggie's quite good. Yeah. It's quite good. Because it's it's older Schwarzenegger really showing off his chops. Yeah. It's it's pretty fucking good, actually. Someone where he says his daughter gets the zombie virus, yeah. isn't it? It's a post-apocalyptic thing, and he's just like, dealing with it. It's, it's, it's from like two years ago. Oh, really? It, it's mm. set in a universe post the zombie outbreak, but everyone's... It's been dealt with. Right. Mm. But there are still people who contract... There are still zombies out and about, and people who contract the virus. There's no cure for it, so but it takes a long time for you to turn. So there's like... That's really interesting. There's like camps where they send people who have the virus and, and things, and there's like, oh, it's it's really good. They take care of you. Well, like, no, it's like a concentration camp thing. Thing. Oh, so so. he's a he's a farmer whose daughter gets bitten, and it's about him and her dealing with that and their relationship mm. and. Which is not what you think. Like, you hear that a, and you don't think Schwarzenegger. Movie. No, who's a step? I can't remember. Stepmother, isn't it? She's also really good. Mrs. Zombie. Uh, well, it's Abigail Breslin. Is. Her name is Mrs. Mrs. Nesbitt. Can I just, can I just um, remind you? You forgot Kindergarten Cop. You Kindergarten Cop is very good. You didn't mean to forget that. It's very you? good, but it's not my favourite. It's the best one. Is, was he also, he's the mum or whatever it's called. 
Junior. 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 Sorry. I've not seen Junior. He's the mum. He's the mum. I love it. That's what that movie should be called. He's the mum. I thought it was called that. I'll be honest. Let's start a new podcast called John Names Movies. No, don't, because I think that's one of Billy's plans. For... Oh, okay, <laughs> all right, cool. Because, like, cool. As, a, as a tease for that, um, I've I've never seen Game of Thrones, but I famously I have opinions on it. Yeah, so, everybody does. <laughs> so I've, uh, but I've also I've seen enough to know key parts, mm-hmm. but I've remembered it completely wrong. Like my own, yes. like, like, you went Dorset. Then, yeah, you just kind of all you remember it. Completely I, I, I remember it completely wrong, and uh, but uh, we um, so there's a thing called uh, it, it used to be called John misremembers Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, I think we should name it John fixes Game of Thrones, <laughs> but, uh, implying that it's broken. That's broken. It's broken because I don't like it for no reason. I just don't like it. We're we're currently at the stage of like I, I've not watched it. Partly because it's so popular, which is the worst, most hitless thing. No, I, I've, I've been there before. There are, there are certain things where people, the more people lean into them, the more I resist yeah. going okay. on that train, going mm-hmm. on that journey with them. Going on that coal train. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, it took me a long time to get to Black Mirror, actually, because of that. I've, I'm still only two seasons in. It's good stuff, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I finally started Series 4. A month ago, and I've not carried on yet, mm. so I should get on. We, that. we need to sit down. I, I watched USS Callister, which was amazing. We need you know, to sit down and talk I, about season two of, of Black Mirror mm, at some point, possibly with the camera in front of us. Possibly for a returning series. Yeah. Mm. Can I just say about USS Callister? Yeah. That I, uh, I didn't realise it when I watched it, and I loved it, and then I was looking at Doctor Who directors, as you do. As you do. And uh, the guy who directed the Pandora opens the Big Bang, and then also the Christmas Carol and the first two episodes of Series Six, that mm. guy. Yeah. Cracking director does a great job on that that run of episodes. He directed that. You know, there's a Doctor Who reference in it that I think was accidental. Is it? Yeah, uh, amongst the toys in his office is a crillotane without its wings. Um, And based on the fact that it's amongst the other memorabilia from USS Callister, I think someone in the prop department just bought it. Yeah, right, probably second hand or whatever. And put it out there as a month, but it's so recognisably that toy. Oh wow! That it took me out for a second, and then I was like, "Oh, maybe it's just a Doctor Who reference," and I'm overthinking it. I'm not sure, but I mean, Charlie Brooker is a Charlie Brooker needs viewer, to write a Doctor so... Who. Yeah, just just yes. one, just just one, just be like Charlie. Yes. If you had a chance to write one story, there was rumor... we're telling you that it's this Doctor and these supporting characters. Go. There was rumor like, I would watch that. Meant to write either. Series nine or series ten, an episode. Uh, I mean, so times. many write, so many writers have rumored or semi-confirmed. I can't I mean, imagine Charlie Brooker playing nicely with <clears throat> Stephen Moffat. Do you think? Mm. I mean, yeah. J.K. Rowling was meant to write one at one point. Yeah, Stephen, Stephen Fry, Fry did write one. one. Yeah, and then retooled it for the next series, and then it was pushed away again. Right. So, and Richard Curtis was always meant to come back to do another. Mm. But then he said a thing about Grumpy Scotsman on Twitter. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's good. Because that just makes me love Vincent the Doctor even more. Because yeah. it's his, well, there you go. Screw what that bloke was saying to me. <laughs> that's my entry. And it's clearly hands down the best story in that series. Bye, everybody. It Bye. was when they cast Capaldi, he said something about Grumpy Scotsman. Ah. And, all, and Stephen Fry and <clears throat> Moffat had a public spat on Twitter, I think. 
when they're together. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Anyway, Good. sorry. Good. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Are we reluctantly answering? Well, there wasn't even a related question. Then uh, we're going to get to that in a sec. Oh but Jesus! Wept. Oh Jesus Christ! No. Thoughts, thoughts on thirteen ghosts. I've never seen it. What is it? It's. I remember the poster because the poster is amazing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the orange face made up of the different photographs, isn't it? It's an early two thousands remake of a nineteen sixties horror movie about a house which is haunted by the titular 13 ghosts and you know it came out in the mid 2000s because the the t and the e of 13 are replaced by one three. Oh yeah yes it is yeah yeah mm. um <laughs> i've just looked that up and it's, it's tony shalhoub i think tony shalhoub hey i'm monk um, i'm master splinter in the yes. remix and his family yes. move into this place monk and um yeah it's it's weird there is the only thing I remember about it is that there's some really neat ghost designs because it looked from what I remember the ghosts were like suits, prosthetic suits, which okay. were then in post made to look ghostly mm. or like filmed separately and superimposed. Mm. Again, I've seen this film once. I could be misremembering it. The other thing that sticks in my mind is that there's a lot of a lot of this house is made of glass because the idea is like the spells in the doors that hold the ghost captive. And at one point, a character gets trapped in between two glass doors and is bisected vertically Ooh. Um, through the side of his body. Oh! So the front of his body slides off the glass while his back is still attached to it. And it's it's one of, it's one of those moments. It's the cut and sl- it's the it's the slice and fall moment that is that was very popular in in like horror and genre filmmaking for like for like. Like the beginning of Ghost Ship. Uh, and, and Resident... Yes, Ghost Ship. Yeah. Oh my God. Ghost Ship and, um, and Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yeah. That, that great bit where he's fighting the, the little gun computer and then gets sliced fucking, Is that Colin Salmon? I yeah. fucking hate that scene. Really? That was a scene... Not, not because it's not... well, but Because it just has no place in a Resident Evil movie. That was but the moment where but I was watching that movie but, going, but surely this by, isn't going to be what I like about Resident Evil. Surely by the end of that movie though, you'd realise it wasn't really a Resident Evil not really. movie. Yeah. It's just Umbrella. Which is why I never watched <laughs> any of them after that. I, all I remember really is the, is the, the, the main like score. The, the, really? Do, 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 do. I can't remember who did it though. No. All I know is it's uh, one of two examples of husband and wife teams starring and directing and mm. producing the, mm. their horror movie franchise simply so that they can make movies mm. together. Uh, Underworld, which Underworld also has a little nice moment at the end. <clears throat> yeah, oh god, yeah. With, um, yeah. with uh, Bill Nye. Bill Nye, the gets, actor guy. He gets cut and slice, he gets slice and, and fall slice of dice. by this enormous sword, but there's no way that it could pass through his head without taking the top off. Like with the, it, the little monkey top off. So there's no way that you could like cut his head off the, and then have him blink and his head top of his head fall off. The so. main theme for uh, Resident Evil, Evil was done by Marilyn Manson. Uh, really? It's, and it's that just, is it's kind a of really little interesting little musical cue oh. that I, I just I still rattles around my head. Yeah, thirteen and ghosts, almost <laughs> completely forgettable. But a guy gets bisected by a glass door, and that's the only thing that stuck in my mind. I can imagine that sticking in your mind. Yeah, th- those those effects always stick in my mind. The point the one that goes out of ghost shit makes you feel a little ill. Like I'm, I'm not usually like put off by gore, but that sequence just makes you feel a bit. Mm. See that one that you described sounds like one that would put me off. Yeah, yeah. The one in ghost ship, I don't really remember it's being so too... OTT. I think yeah. the fact that it is so OTT just makes me go. Ugh. And it's not a particularly good film anyway, so whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. The Ice Warriors or the Silurians? 
We're talking about the monsters. Or not, or not the stories. Because it if it's the stories, the Silurians, hands down. Yeah, I've not seen the Ice Warriors. Warriors is very long. I've not seen the <laughs> I've seen the Silurians, but the Silurians is more going on. But yes. also, and that I... ending. That ending. And even and if we're talking about the monsters, it's still the Silurians. Blew them, they bloody shot them, they fucking blew them up. <laughs> Brigadier, gosh, Brigadier, 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 you shat on them. You shit, Brigadier. You absolute bastard. You know, I'm I'm so unhappy with you. I'm going to make sure the title of this story has Doctor Who in it. <laughs> have I told you about Adventures with the Wife in Space? Yeah, oh, yes. yes. Yeah, I've I've been reading that recently, <laughs> and and seeing her reactions to John Pertwee has been quite entertaining. It's Neil Perriman. Yes. Well, uh, um, yeah. Sorry, he he had a podcast in like the the mid to late noughties. What was it? Tacky on TV. I no no I didn't listen to the podcast. No. And that was an amazing podcast. That mm. was fantastic. And they used to they they were like proto five who fans in a way. Just yeah. kind of where we got our shtick from was just listening to that podcast. I'm I'm, I'm quite enjoying Adventure with the Wife in Space. So if you, if you want to get on the, the blog's going away in January. Oh, they're getting. Oh, yeah. well, well they've got books now. But yeah, because they've released it all as books. So the blog's getting taken down in January, so get on it if you have. Interesting. I'm going to pick up the books at some Shame point. that that thing they did for free won't be free anymore. Well, that's perfectly fine, because like you know what, it's hard, it's hard, to, make, it's hard to make money in this day and Ridiculously so. cheap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, seeing Sweet Perryman's um, reactions to John Pertwee has been quite entertaining. <laughs> um, particularly at the end of Silverings, he's like, he's just been a dick the bigger day. <laughs> he's, he's just a posh Tory bugger. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, I'm sure that rattled some fans. What do you think? Oh, <laughs> yes, she's not afraid of that. Um, what do you think will happen in the next three Fantastic Beasts movies? Um, nothing I care about. Nothing of consequence. Because um, we know where Amanda will be shoehorned into a story about wizard yeah. terrorism. Uh, Johnny Depp will probably be fired before it's over. Yeah, Johnny Depp will be replaced. And uh, if by Colin Farrell, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. I wish I'm... because he was great. <laughs> um, uh, and also, uh, Dumbledore will never speak about his relationship with Grindelwald. Despite the reason it being so ho- t- uh, painful for him to go after him is because of his relationship yeah. with yes. him prior to the events. These, but we won't talk about that because <sighs> it'll upset the Christians. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and probably the Japanese. How dare we upset the Christian, the Chinese? Definitely the Chinese, the Chinese market. Yeah. Oh no, Japan are a bit weird when it comes to sexuality in Western film. Are they? Weirdly, yeah. Only in, like in Western product, <clears throat> mostly because I think they feel like it's it's wrong for them to do it. Even though they're quite obviously open about sexual yeah, they have stuff. very interesting sexual uh, hmm. content in media. I think maybe, 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 maybe it's because uh, the majority of the Western stuff they've seen doesn't contain enough schoolgirls. <coughs> I can point them in the right direction. Oh, um, they definitely need to watch City of Death. <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing what she's wearing, which, which, which apparently she had no idea was a fetish. Of course you didn't, Lala. Of course you didn't. You can't fool me. Right. <laughs> what a wonderful butler. He's so violent. Yeah. I fucking love that line. That's been rattling around my head since I, the box set was I, I love every single line in City of Death. It is so good. I am right in like thinking the story for that is that it was written in a weekend. Yeah. So good. Like Doctor, some of Doctor Who's best stories were written in a weekend. There's that yeah. and Midnight. Because when you overthink it, yeah. Midnight's so you, good. you wrap yourself up in circles. Yeah. 
Midnight I mean, might be the best Tenth Doctor. There's episode. one Doctor Five, Who writer yeah. in particular that did like for like Waterman, five not, seasons, Waterman. and then <laughs> he, he overthought it for five seasons, and then never ended up getting round to addressing the questions that were raised in the very first yes. one. So the you question know. he'd been running from all <laughs> his life. Yeah. The yeah. interesting thing is as well, he seems to be in the, watching the interview he was doing with the fan show before that that vanished. Um, <laughs> was um, was the, the the thing that he said about like. He said a thing about, well, you know, me and Mark talk about deferred pleasure. Uh, <laughs> it's just weird, because you think about his first season and everything, and, and also River Song, who's a character that you will learn about more later. Mm. And he's like, we talked about deferred pleasure, and uh, we, we decided, you know, what's the point in it? No, so that's why we started putting the Daleks in the series openers and, and stuff like that. It's like, there's no point in wait, building up to a story no. when you can tell it right now. And it's, what? But you've been... That was your whole thing. That was your thing. That was your whole thing, we... and it it never landed. <laughs> no, it never landed. So now he's claiming he was the anyway. Sorry. Further reading: H bomber guys, Sherlock is garbage, and here's why. Yes, and also his review of Twice Upon a Time. Yes, fucking Sherlock, which is pretty man. wonderful. Um, if you had the powers of poison ivy, what type of leaves would you use to make your outfit out of? <laughs> Doc Big leaves. ones. Doc leaves because I have very sensitive skin. Big ones, I'm presuming, to cover up the extremities. Yes. Okay. Aloe vera. Uh, or just to, to keep you warm. Okay. Palm, but only from the waist down, so I look like a hula girl. Oh, good. Very good. Has there, like like there ever been a hula girl poison ivy look? There will be now. Seems like a missed trick. Um, did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? That's yes, apparently he, could, apparently he could uh, alter the midichlorians. He could influence the midichlorians. To create life. life. Do it. I'm basically um, saying it. I'm basically saying that Anakin is evil space Jesus. Yes. Is what he's saying in that yes. moment. Thoughts on Von Hartman from season two of Doctor Who? What a random question. That's uh, Tracy Oldman, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Thoughts on Tracy Oldman. Fabulous. In Should be in Arnie all the things. Uh, I did uh, it for my the, Queen and Country. I did yeah, Queen and the Country. Torchwood I did my duty for Queen Arnie and Country. Oh, ha! Yeah. <laughs> AKA, AKA Mrs. Purchase! Mrs. Purchase! Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not fussed about Yvonne Harmon. I think she played the part wonderfully and was very. Um, a great example of the, the supporting characters and one off characters in Russell's era being really good and fun. Yes. Um. She was and like, as cheesy as that. I did my duty, mum. When she's a side man, is it's kind of cool because it's like, oh god, so it she's can a go well-known prostitute. Yeah, Everyone in London fight. knows that. If if you are strong <laughs> enough willed, you can fight the uh, the, the the conversion cyber conversion um, process, <laughs> which was then done again and a little bit too naff and and on the nose with uh, James Corden crying over a baby and oh, also Christ, uh, the, the, the cyber brig. Also, the Cyber Brig. And Danny Pink. Cyber Brig. And Danny Pink Brig. Cyber Brig. Danny Pink. Cyber Brig. Dan, Danny, Cyber... Danny Brig. Danny, Danny Brig. Briggs. Danny Briggs. What a great way to honour one of the, the, the late stars of this great show and one of the most beloved characters in its history. We'll make him a Cyberman! Not to mention how that was handled at the end of Series 6, which was brilliant. Oh! Up until it wasn't. I, yeah, I didn't mind. In Series 6, I thought it was wonderful because yeah. it, was it was a way of acknowledging the passing of Nicholas Courtney in real life. And using the brigadier as a motivation to make the doctor go, I need to stop running and actually face this. And it was like, that's kind of cool in that's a way. That's wonderful. But then, ten minutes later, he doesn't face it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Sounds right. He cowards out. He cowards out. And then Moffat wheeled the brigadier out several times, once yeah, because, literally in a cyberman Because he knew outfit. it went well. That And like, there's that bit where they're on the plane. And there's oh. a painting of Nick Courtney on a plane. The doctor oh, salutes it. Just, no. Do you know what would have been less egregious, no. weirdly? Had we briefly just seen Kate Stewart's lock screen and her lock screen was like a picture of younger Kate Stewart with her dad. That would have been, nice. been, been like, really oh, that's nice. really sweet. And a very modern way of going, of course the daughter of a character who was in the 70s stroke 80s would have a photo of them together well, when she was a also, kid on her phone. Like, that's way a sweet too way Way too subtle. For Muffier. Because you need to sledgehammer that shit in. You know, so the fans get it and they have shit to scream grab on That was in... That was in... Uh, d- uh, not Dark Water. Death in Heaven, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. There's one scene in that I really like and it's the Missy Osgood bit on the plane. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's wonderful. It's really creepy. And then it's destroyed by the fact Osgood's back next season. Yes, yeah. Oh yeah. And it's like, oh for God's sake. Well, no, well, no, because um, one of the... She's a Zygon. One of them's well, a Zygon. The it's interesting like, thing uh, about Osgood, which is like... Osgood was introduced into the 50th to be like a fan surrogate. Yeah. To be like, here's you meeting the Doctor on his birthday. Have yeah. a good one. Um, <laughs> and then in the following year... See that, kids. <laughs> in the following year when, when Moffat was bored of the show or whatever he was doing whilst running it. Yes. Uh, decided... I wanted to tell the stories about the silence and all this stuff and I had to rush it because <laughs> Matt was leaving. So, so screw you. Mm. So instead of... <laughs> So he decides to bring back your fans, the fan surrogate, you, and kill you. Hmm. And then turn you into a pretentious clone character. But then, yeah, it's now, you're a pretentious clone character and you're annoying. And, uh... Yeah, because an Osgood dies in that scene. Yeah. But then we find out that was a clone? Is that how that works? No, No, it was, it was, it, it was either the real Osgood or the Zygon Osgood. But we never know and we're not meant to know. Oh, that's it. And then there's another second Osgood. The issue is the show presumes in, we care. In the Zygon 2 part of from Series 9, because that was the Clara one that turns into another Osgood or Who something. Who was called Miss Perfect. Because they talk about uh, Osgood's prettier sister or whatever. <laughs> Oh, that's in. So oh, but, but that's in that's in Day of the Doctor, um, yeah. yeah. And it's used by the Zygon to scare her. And oh, right. Her. Yeah, okay. But then very, they do they do bring it up again later. If though. you read the novelization, however, he does a very interesting job with that. He does some very oh. interesting. Like he keeps what Moffat kept doing is changing the narrator. Mm. So you you're never quite sure what's happened, even though I've seen seen the fiftieth a hundred times. It just keeps on shifting focus, and it's very. Anyway, well, that's kind of an interesting way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Something they've been coy about. Rose is really and good. Something that's that I haven't. Really really something good. which I I didn't notice until I was uh, looking over the Damons yesterday. Yes. Uh, not yesterday. A couple of days ago when I was the Damons. The the Arnold Schwarzenegger's favorite story. Unit technical guy in the Damons is called Osgood. Yes. Yeah. But they've never really been concrete about whether they're related or not. That's how you do it. You just don't reference it, and you let fans who watch it all go. Gone. I recognise that name. Yeah. To the point where I'm not even sure if it was like, intentional. <laughs> like they did with, with um, Malcolm in the 50th. And I, was, I think you got oh, mentioned a few times. Uh, he gets mentioned, yeah, the, the, the ravens. Yeah. Uh, the bat- oh, the but also when she rings up the person and says, um, Malcolm, I need files on unit, 70s or 80s, depends on the thing. And it's like, brilliant, you've just done a hundred yeah, references yeah. in one. Yeah. That also makes sense for everyone else. It's like, wasn't... I'm, I'm, sure I'm sure I read somewhere I'm that sure. wasn't... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm, I'm sure I've read somewhere. Wasn't Malcolm meant to be in the 50th? Probably. Yes. He just couldn't make it work. Originally, I think originally he was actually meant to be Osgood. See, that would have been lovely character. as well. Because it's like, oh, that was a character that we all thought would be really naff, but turned out to be one of the things we remember fondly from that story. Yeah, because it was yeah. such a weird little inclusion. And it's just Lee Evans being a bit wonderful. Being Welsh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Evans is all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next one. Is I. Right. Oh, how was the CBC chair? Uh, which one? Who is the CBBC chair? Who is? Why is the CBBC chair? Why is the CBBC chair? Oh, why? Well, um, what tense? There were several. One of them was terrible. The first sort of one was awful, and we had to get rid of them because the back was really stiff and horrible. Yeah. Okay. And and I blame that chair for the weight gain I had over four years because I essentially had a desk job (laughs) because you had to stay sat there pretty much for the majority of the afternoon for rehearsals and for the shots. Yes. You couldn't move. So for hours at a time, I would just sit there and drink tea and like Ooh, drink tea. Red Bull and just sit there in that chair getting fatter and what fatter about and fatter whilst a man sat between my legs. Mm. Oh, You're selling this to me, Chris. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. This next one comes in from Sean. Oh, yeah. He says, hello. Hello. Big damn boys. And me. I guess you it's, weird, it's, weird. it's amazing you put that. And John, he wrote that down. Yeah. <laughs> he wrote that down there. It's incredible. After listening to you last week, talking about DC Universe, which is a terrible name because the name is used in multiple ways. It's the name of MMO, the streaming service, and the general universe of DC Comics. Anyways, it made me want to look up the video streaming services available in the UK, and there is not a lot you need to pay for if you just want a full TV selection. If you have a TV license to five major free catch-up services, BBC, ITV, C4, C5, and UK TV, and TV Player, or Now TV, that should be enough to get most of TV. Well, especially because BBC recently have actually started to go yeah. back into comedy and things yeah. and, and put, yeah. quote-unquote, box sets on there. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the complete Doctor Who collections on there. Now. Yeah, yeah, only on there till, like, the end of August or something. I think it's all on, ne- all, it's all it's, on Netflix now it's, as well. It's well, um, the, November. Actually, oh, right. The, oh, the okay, new series, good. anyway. Mm. Um... um but what's weird about it is they're not box sets. It's just preset playlists. Mm. So they change the first episode's um, thumbnail the... into like a box set design. And it's really confusing yeah. when you actually look through everything. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's really weird. Because the rest of the thumbnails are the ones from like 2006. And yes. stuff. It's like, yeah. what is this? Um, but yeah, as long, as long as you remember where you're up to, it's easy to get back in and, yeah. and hit play again. But yeah, okay, fair enough. That's quite a lot of options ah, for 120 quid a year, whatever it is. But all the other OTT streaming services, except Netflix and Amazon Prime Video, are specific to certain content, such as anime, Crunchyroll, Funimation, wrestling, WWE Network, mm-hmm. ICW On Demand, Demand Progress, Accent Defiant, and others with non-localized pricing. Comedy Stand-Up, which is next up. Indie films, such as Mubi, BFI Player, and various others on Prime Channels. And mm-hmm. sports, Eurosport Player, F1 TV Access, UFC Fight Pass, Box Nation, NFL Game Pass, and NBA League Pass. Also, we shouldn't mention about Amazon Prime Channels. Have you seen these? No. They are streaming services within streaming services. Oh, so they're, so, doing, they're doing like cable subscriptions through Amazon Prime? Yeah, you have to have Amazon Prime and then you can pay an extra subscription for certain channels. Oh. Death by a thousand streams. Yes. And of course, it's from Amazon. Um, <laughs> also, I'm gonna have to watch all the tick before they put it into a different. I category, did. Oh, I don't understand. 
Also, I did find a Disney UK only streaming service called Disney Life, which I feel yep. would be the basis of the US international talks it, about streaming services. Yeah, it's, like, it's, yeah, been, it's been like yeah, the tester that they've rolled um, out over the last yeah. couple of years. It's yeah. aimed at a much more family audience with films from Disney, Pixar, and a few from Touchstone and Buena Vista, like Sister Act, Confession of a Shopaholic, Real Steel. Almost all the Disney Channel TV shows and the shorts from Disney and Pixar, along with music from Disney films and Disney-owned record labels, and a 10% discount from the Disney store. Or, I know, because I tried it, I had the free trial, because uh, I wanted to watch all of Gravity Falls on there, and Wonder Over Yonder, which you can't buy for love, nor wealth. Wonder Over Yonder. I think Gravity I've, Falls has recently had like a big They've got a box set coming out in the States. I've, I've come across... Most, most, most uh, Blu-rays in the States that are region free. This is region locked on contract with oh, Disney. Uh, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm importing it anyway because be damned am I missing out on all the extra features that are piling onto that. So, um, but the issue is as well, in the UK, uh, what I noticed is that all of the stuff that was on Disney Life, from mm-hmm. the Disney Channel shows, was what was already available on like um, iTunes and Amazon Prime. Yeah, and those are not the actual original versions. Those are the ones that have been sped up by one point five percent to be broadcast on Disney UK channels because they think kids are not cl- going to oh sit long God, enough. Really? Yeah, so they speed up all the shows, which means everyone's voices is annoyingly pitch shifted. They recently fixed it with the UK Gravity Falls on iTunes because they had to replace comedian uh, Gingerbald. Gingerbald. Gingerbald comedian. He had a beard and he was bored. Uh, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. He was yeah. in Gravity Falls. They replaced his voice. Because he's a okay. yes. dirtbag. Because he likes Rightly so. But as a result, that's updated the, the version of Gravity Falls in the UK. Anyway, the problem with Disney Life is a lot of the things on there. It's basically what you can get anywhere else anyway. Yeah. And it's not a complete collection. Ah, so it's not quite to... worth the money. Oh, okay. also, th- maybe they're, maybe they're doing that on purpose to hold out for this new streaming Possibly, service, yeah. so that they'll be like, "Oh, all that stuff you wanted, yeah, we got it now." Come also, on. I think <laughs> something else that came out this week <laughs> We've about, got to have about the DC Universe money. streaming service. Oh yes, they're doing HD Batman the animated series. Cool. I bought the complete DVD yeah. box set the other month. I don't care. I'm waiting. Also, I've got it. I've got it now. Also, the thing is, I'm not I don't sure. I'm Amazon now. I've got it with bonus commentaries. I'm happy. Similar to the the classic Who Blu-ray release that just came out. I'm not sure how <laughs> much improvement you get from putting hand-drawn animation from the 90s onto Blu-ray. Yeah. It's definitely going to get some improvement. I get that because it's uncompressed video at that point. Well, I would the say... Soundtrack, maybe. I would yeah. say you get soundtrack improvement, but also it's 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 not digital or, or video, it's it's film. So yeah. it will clean up like... like um, oh, yeah, of course. Hurt Wee's first one. So animated so. series, if it was on film, yeah, that would make yeah. more sense. So you'll actually get very crisp. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, how's the yeah. Transformers movie, for example? The Blu-ray version of that. How's that look? It's pretty... <laughs> fucking great it'll be like that <laughs> yeah. and, and like you'll get just stronger the stronger blacks and the stronger yeah. purples and the colours so actually I reckon that would be a pretty sizeable okay uncompressed video especially for um, New Adventures of Batman and Robin as well New, New, New Batman yeah, and New Adventures because yeah. that the latest style that matched with Superman the Animated Series looked really nice they better finally get around to putting Superman the Animated Series out in its entirety as well because that was incredible ba 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 it's on Amazon ba 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 we've got to pay for it oh and I should probably so, ask a question is there anything you are interested in or hoping to come out of SDCC Doctor Who trailer Doctor Who trailer Doctor Who trailer Oh, and the official version of the clip, which yes. I presume was meant to be sent there. And hopefully yeah. slightly longer as well would be nice. Would like you want it to be a longer version? Just, just a bit more, at the, begin- that bit more at the beginning would be nice. A little bit more at the beginning. I would think that wasn't all they were going to show. Because yeah. it's like, a, what, just over a minute? 
Yeah, I'd yeah. say it, I would have thought it would have been that clip, and I would have said they'd have shown the clip as a hall exclusive. Yeah, and, and the, then the trailer, the trailer, which would after mm. it dropped in there, would be dropped in the across the and yeah. social media. Disney aren't doing much at SDCC they this year. To, it's, no, it's not because of D twenty three, but I think it's just because. It's been the summer That's of the Marvel, that... for example. I think they just go in, we'll hold off now, mm. and then probably later in the year, maybe NC, uh, NYCC. That's the thing with SDCC. Uh, they'll go, boom, here's like the lineup that we've now got planned. Because obviously, we've now come to the end, as of Captain Marvel and Infinity World Part 2 next year, we'll have come to the end of the, the lineup from four years ago. Yeah. I remember reading that in this room. Remember it came through, it was just like, oh my god, look at this! Because they did the Captain America Serpent Society fake out. Yeah, and then the Captain America Civil War reveal. Yes, was Serpent Society was that a different? So basically, when they had the big conference where they revealed all the upcoming Marvel movies, because at this point we knew about no, this was pre Batman v Superman, wasn't it? Yeah, yes, this was pre Ant Man even. I think. Yeah, Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron was out at that point. I think nothing. It might have been just after Ant-Man, because that was when they confirmed that Ant-Man was in Phase 2 with yeah, the previous yeah, releases. Yeah. Um, so, and then it was when they announced like the Phase 3 slate and stuff. Right. But before they had Spider-Man, so they hadn't announced Spider-Man yet. And it was it was when they announced... Um, Captain America Civil War. Captain America Civil War, but they said Captain America Serpent Society. Okay. Um, well, at the beginning. Like, the, 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 the press conference um, was apparently going to be about the next Captain America. Yeah. Right. And then, well, the next... The next set of Marvel films. Yeah. And they talked, so they talked about that, then they revealed Thor, Ragnarok, um, Black, Panther. Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Inhumans. Guardians Volume Back 2. Back when Humans was, was That was going to be a film, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, Guardians um, Volume 2. Guardians Volume 2. Because at that point they confirmed that Guardians of Galaxy Volume 2 was the placeholder title. Yeah. And then during production, James Gunn was like, I actually really like this title. So <laughs> they went, fine, that's the name of the movie. And they, they also <laughs> confirmed... Um, Avengers Infinity War Part 1 and 2. Right. Because um, at the time it was just called Part 1 and yeah. 2, wasn't it? And then after that the whole Sony thing came and then they turned around and said actually it's not Serpent Society. They brought out Robert Downey Jr. on stage and like Chris Evans and all that. Actually it's not Serpent Society. It's boom Civil War. Okay. The and the crowd blew their load. Yeah. Because okay. it was like oh my god that beloved comics event is about to be yeah. turned into a film. Right. Of. Um, and it was, okay. it was pretty damn sweet. Um, it was a good movie. Yeah, I mean, I still would like to see the Serpent Society pop up in a movie. Yeah, and that's. I, mean, I think we said they should pop up in the Squirrel Girl film, yes. didn't we? <laughs> Squirrel Girl versus big scary Silver terrorist Star. group versus Squirrel Girl. Yeah, um, <laughs> starring Rachel Bloom. Sorry, Rachel uh, Bloom with musical numbers. But yeah, I listened to episode mm. eighty-seven or whatever it was. I don't think the big news comes out of SDCC anymore. I don't no. think that's what it's for. Anymore. I think just snippets. Yeah, yeah. I think TV and 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 things happen more there. Yeah. Sony's panel. I'm curious about. We'll probably get some Game of Thrones stuff at SDCC. Yeah, because they've wrapped something. Sony, Sony's one I'm curious about because of Spider Verse, yep. and because of the fact that the last trailer teased that San Diego Co- that Comic Con yeah. would be the reveal of more information, more Spider Men. Uh, by the way, it was said well, yeah, this past week yeah. we found out that Spider Man Noir will be in it from the, the, the timeline where Spider's in the thirties and it's more gritty, <laughs> and that Nick Cage is voicing him. <laughs> So, fair enough. Okay. I'm down with that. Um, I'm more of a Spider Neighborhood protector. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Um, so, I'm kind of cool. I'm down with that, but I'm curious to see if there's more goosebumps. I want to see mm. any final footage they've got for the House of the Clock and its Walls, which again is an upcoming Sony one that's based on a popular kids book. Eli starring Roth's... Jack Black and Kate Blanchett. Eli and Roth's sort of first spooky non- and Doctor Strange in the horror film. Like, it's, it's not a crazy, mm. gory horror film. This is an actual family film from. Eli Roth, so that's the director of the Green Inferno and Hostel. Which I've seen, I've seen Green Inferno now. 
Yeah, you, you mentioned. It's, yeah, it's not very good. Of course, it's not. <laughs> it's not very good. The, the some of the gore effects are very it's impressive. It's about Peter esque activists it's going not to a very tribe good. and then getting eaten by the tribe. And there are some, there are some. It's it's so <laughs> backwards. It it's so tongue in cheek. Oh, good. Okay, that it's that's nearly choked on its own tongue. Oh, right. like that. It, that's that's how tongue in cheek is. Um, more game reveals, really. Yeah. Mm. It'd be not, it'd be nice to have well, a Spider-Man's kid. out in September, isn't it? Yeah. Is it September? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, September September seventh? Fourteenth, I think 14th? it is. Yeah, because I have I it's oh, the, the one, game, sorry. It's the yeah. one no, game. No, 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 no. It's the one game this year that I actually want to buy on release. Yeah. And I'll have less than a week to play as much of it as I can before I go away. I think it's one of the few things that'll prime me away from Warframe. Yeah, you can do a Warframe battle right? game. Um oh. I'll I'll tell you what, uh I'll be happy if we are fucking broken. Chris CXE. Um, Chris.exe has stopped working. Yeah, <laughs> oh god. Um, what was it? It was Spider Man ish related, maybe. Was it Spider Man? Oh god. Game, no, no, game news. Venom. Um, <laughs> fuck, 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 no. Silver no, Black It'd be out. nice to see a an America aimed at American and Western audiences edit of the Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer with completed lip sync would be nice. Nope. That'd be interesting. Just to actually see what it looks like without it. Because here's the thing. That trailer at uh, uh, E3 was like void of sound effects (laughs) and showed off what the games are really like in the cutscenes, which is boring and overly sentimental. (laughs) However, it would be nice to see more cutscenes in a trailer where it's just, here's freaking Rapunzel, and here's Wreck-It Ralph, Mm. and here's some more pirate stuff, and here's Big Hero in the head. Show show us San Francisco. Show us the San Francisco level. Do you think we're going to get superheroes in Kingdom Hearts 3? No, but Big Hero 6 is in it, so the dabbling. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, show us some of that. like, okay. And show it with the lip sync done properly and some actual sound effects. Because that E3 trailer was hilariously terrible. I haven't actually watched it yet. Visually, it's stunning. Yeah, I've seen it. But it's just a really bad it. trailer. It's just, I'm in Organization 13. I'm going to talk about the heart, and the heart is what connects you. Ha ha! Your friends ha ha! The kingdom of thereafter. Ha ha ha! I've got a theory that it's a demon. A dancing demon. Oh, wait, something isn't right there. Oh, God. Kingdom Hearts was never good. We were just younger. I have a theory. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts was good in the sense that it was a breath of fresh air because it was a Final Fantasy style action RPG that wasn't turn based and so was more kinetic and, and frantic. Yeah. Also, Disney. And that was a nice change of pace. Plus, the Disney was a really fun inclusion. Yeah. And then the second one refined it and then it buggered off and had a million spin offs. And mm. now I don't care about number three, really. I think we're, we're... But I still want to see the animation, the finished animation of it all. I want to see, I want to run around Andy's room and stuff and all that. Like, that's mm. what I'm excited about. But not the freaking storyline. I really hope you can skip cutscenes in this one. Interesting. <laughs> if you can skip cutscenes that are just Organisation 13 based, I'm going to do it to every single one. I need to... Sora, the Keyblade is unlocked by your heart. Ah, and I'm going to destroy you and your friends and the your Johnson heart. And they kind of just like, oh, the Chunson, go. The bye, bye, no story, bye. Oh, oh, wow, here we go. It's a Tron level. I'll watch this. Here we the go. The oh, look, we're back in, back in friggin' Tarzan. I'll watch Kingdom this. Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, this one comes in from George. Hey, George. Return of the Jorge. Is that what it says? Yeah. Totally. Greetings, Boffin Donut Celebration. Hope you have had a wonderful week. 
Following on from your brilliant support last week, I can tell you that this week, me and my mate will be recording our first podcast. Hey! Next week, we will send you the link and we'd love to hear your thoughts. Beautiful, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Big shout out to Guy Lambert this week for not only showing his support, but also for having in-depth Doctor Who conversations with me and introducing me to the Horns of Nymon for the first time. <laughs> I bought it soon afterwards. Oh. 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 But what was, about was the Na- Horns? Was Nymon in the... Um, myths, monsters and myths box set um, with underworld and the creature yeah. from the pit. Or am I wrong? It's creature from the pit, wasn't it? Not no, creature from the pit. No, no it's, a jo- it's a John one in there. Tom, time monster. Time monster. Yeah, I think it might be. You know, yeah, it must be. Yeah, because Horns at Nymon was like the reason to buy the box set out of the three, because the other two were just like, yeah, uh, Nymon's like. I've never seen Horns of Nymon, so... I've not seen it. All I know is, how many Nymon have you seen today? (laughs) Zero for Matt. And I don't know what that means, (laughs) but it's funny to me because it's been said so many times. London, 1965. (laughs) (laughs) I I had a couple of reluctantly asked Doctor Who questions for you. What is your favourite Doctor Who game or expanded universe novel? (laughs) Destiny of the Doctors. Uh, Which classic? Catch up, slowpoke. Have you seen the Doctor Who poops? Not the one with that. No, no my God, they, they did a series. They did a series of them, uh, and one of them is uh, is is Danny Pink, and he's on he's on the phone to Clara at the start of Dark Water, or whatever it is. And then, and then, you, and then you hear over the phone, "Get a move on, slowpoke." Boop boop. And then it cuts to the master driving away. Going, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh god! Which would make sense. We need to watch it was all, it was all part of this. It was all part of the master's plan. Master's grand plan. It just yeah. took it just took her too long yeah. to get to the main bit. Yeah. But she was planning it well in advance. Yes, yeah. absolutely, totally agree. Um, um, what's your, what is your favorite Doctor Who game or expand the universe novel? I don't have a favorite Doctor Who game because they're all shit. Uh-uh. Um, I enjoyed. Is it was it Evacuation Earth on the DS? No. Uh, oh yeah, that's that's the weird thing where they they did they did it a deal was, with it Nintendo. Was, yeah, and they did two games. And they were they were a joint story, which was, was Evacuation a, Earth on DS. But it was a sequel to uh, or, or, or or companion narrative to uh, the Beast Below. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and it, bizarre. Yeah, and they also tied into uh, elements of later series five as well because of Silurian stuff in Evacuation Earth. Yes, because as the humans were escaping, the Silurians were rising to the surface. Yeah, and then in Return to Earth, you came back, and there had been a Dalek invasion of Earth in the yes. new duration, which was the Wii game, which I have only ever seen footage of, and is god awful. And the Daleks but, aren't voiced by Nick Briggs or anyone who knows how to do Daleks. Yeah, so the, yeah, and yeah, and yeah, Amy Pond and the Doctor Wait, are Karen Gillan and Matt Smith, Smith. and it's in that early period where I love Matt Smith I adore him yes, he, he elevates he elevates terrible material he at least at that point I've not listened to him at any stuff in the last year or two he couldn't voice act for shit yes he was still very shy in front of a microphone which is odd because he was such a wonderfully physical and, and energetic performer yeah. in front of a camera um, so playing well, the DS game well playing the DS game was nice I used to play it on the tube and had my headphones in because yeah. it was one of those few games where I really wanted to listen because all the dialogue was performed by those two so it was That's like nice. great and Karen would go hell for leather, and Matt would sound really timid. It was like, what the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> um, the thing that shocked me is they made a Doctor Who thing and they couldn't get Nicholas Briggs to be in it. They probably could, but they probably 
considering the budget was spent on two of the stars of the show, which they were probably paid. He pittance. likes being on they Doctor were, Who so much. He made his own Doctor they, Who thing. They were probably paid pittance. Like Karen and Matt were probably paid next to nothing on these things as just part of their overall deal for that first year. The, yeah, but. That says to me that it was probably just people working at the studio filled in to do the rest of the voices. Wow. Wow. Uh, Simon sounds pretty fine as well. Uh, I'd yeah. say the best Doctor Who game is Lego Dimensions. Yes! If anything, oh, it's, God, the, yeah. it's the best It's the best Capaldi story of 2015. Yeah, we played a bunch of that. It's, it's pretty we can play it, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, then afterwards, I think I finished some of the extra bits. I was crying laughing watching you two play that. I mean, <laughs> honestly, the bit when you were playing as Hartnell and he grew and you were like, Oh, goodness! It's so goodness me! Bloody massive! It really made me laugh. <laughs> it's just it's just the fact that um like I'm watching Captain Jack teach an ood a song yeah and mm. I'm like I don't hate this mm. this no. is really fun it's lovely and dumb and wonderful and stupid and some of the little easter eggs in this are great mm. and and oh god yeah Lego Dimensions is the best Doctor Who game yeah, yeah. hands down I if you dive into much of the expanded universe novels uh I, I guess we're not talking about the targets, we're talking about Virgin New Adventures. The targets, well, I know, because the, the targets do expand range. some of the stories, but then yeah, then they're adaptations. Yeah. Um, I I remember really enjoying the Eight Doctors from the BBC Books range. Yeah, I remember enjoying that. And I really, I really like. I've only ever read a couple, but I really like some of the stuff from the Eccleston year, just like the six books they did. I read the, the first Doctor. trio of them. Monsters Inside is really good, fun. Yeah. That introduces the Blatherine. Yeah, and describes them to a T, so when they then rocked up in the Sarah Jane Adventures, it was like, oh, oh my god, I love how close Russell is looking after all of this. This is so Yeah, great. The, well, the world all kind of... And, and, and Woman Wept, like, is yes. referenced in Boomtown, and it, it's from that book, yeah. and, and, and which was a Slovene story, and it's like, this is great. And the monsters inside makes sense, because it's about prison, and also Slovene hiding side yeah. things. Yes. It's like, this is great, this is wonderful, and the voice of the Night Doctor is captured so well, and... Yes, um, I, I remember... I remember reading one which was um, when they go to a planet and like entertainment is outlawed. Oh, and the cover oh. is basically like a city with energy flying through. Yes, yeah, um, I can't remember the name now. I can picture it, is, but you, picture yeah. It, yeah. And um, um, I remember being so invested in that that when I got home, I was reading it on the on the on the taxi home from school. Uh, which makes me sound very posh. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was quicker than the boss. <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a private bus set up for uh, dyslexic children. Um, I was getting <laughs> with I, deep ums. Mm. Um. Uh, <laughs> we got we got back home. I went into the living room, said hello to my mum in the kitchen. In the living room, uh, TV was on, and I just went, "Oh, well, be careful, mum! You get arrested for that." And then realised, no, wait, that's the fiction of the book I was reading, <gasps> not reality. And it was the first time ever I'd been so engrossed in a, in a, in a in book a world. That, you, that you... More so than like Harry Potter and stuff, which was hugely influential. So oh. I, I would say the, the Steelers of Light or whatever it was called. I have had various dances in various Doctor Who book ranges. Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> it used to be that I... The only the only Virgin New, Adve- New Adventures book I had was Time with Exodus. I had a copy of that. And yeah. I read that thing from front to back about 3,000 times. <laughs> I've, read th- I've read that book a lot and I really like it. Which Doctor? It's New Adventures with so 7th. Seventh. Seven. Okay. Come along, Ace. Um, we've got work to do. I've expanded fiction not, because we've been fired. I've read, the tears getting cold. I've read the, I've read <laughs> so the other time books and they're not very good. So I have a feeling Exodus is... But it's terrorist sticks, so, you know. 
What I do recommend um, if you it's can like find alternate, them, alternate um, what if the Nazis won the war thing, but also of course war chiefs involved, but don't tell anyone because um, <laughs> it's a spoiler. Um, <laughs> but I've just told you so. Oh, no. so much spoiler for this 1992 Virgin New Adventures novel. It's not just me. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> um, uh, what else? I the BBC books range was pretty. I, I, I enjoyed Eight Doctors. I enjoyed Illegal Alien. Um, there's a oh god, there's a Seventh Doctor one which was written by Mike Tucker, and it's the Cybermen in Blitz London. Oh, he planned that for a series uh, yeah. for twenty seven, but I can't remember what it's called, um, and that's quite good. Yeah, mm. I think I I just know that it, um, it sounds really interesting. Yeah, bigger book. If you can, I think they only did these two, but if you can find them, there were two BBC books set during the Tenants specials year. Uh, which I got. One's called The Slovene Excursion. That's quite fun. But there's one called Autonomy, which is set in a X-Men movie style, you know, not too distant future. Okay. And timeline in a mall in Australia. Was that written by Terrence Dix? No. Okay, then that's a He wrote a Sixth um, Doctor one. He, wrote, he did write a Tenth Doctor book. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I did not know. Maybe there, there's mm. a sixth doctor. Wrote a tenth doctor Auton book. That's what I'm like. It might be then, because it's, it's, it's the Auton's like made of like the black latex esque plastic, and the idea is it, it's an Auton story, which it's a surprising no one's ever really done on TV yet. Which is what happens when you are trapped in a giant mall overnight as the invasion begins on a small scale in this yeah. building, and it's like, oh, okay. And, and again, like the voice, the voices of those two books. The, the tenth Doctor is the only character from the show in those books, and he's captured really well. Oh, that's Daniel Blythe. Daniel Blythe. Okay. Um, well, there could be others. I know there's plenty. It might, there be, was, might, maybe it was one of the shorts from the the brilliant books and the not brilliant might, books, the um, storybook. It might be. Yeah, there is because yeah. they were good. Doctor, they were good as well. They were really great. There's a sixth Doctor Autumn story in the BBC Past Doctor range. Is there? I think. Or was it based yeah. on the uh, the stuff that didn't happen in the year that wasn't? No, no, no. Target did those. Ah. Nightmare Fair, Mission to Magnus, and something else. Because wasn't the, the Eighth Doctor Evil? Wasn't the Eighth Doctor Lucy Miller's story Brave New Town loosely based on the first version of the Sixth Doctor Auton story they were putting together? Possibly. Because that's a really good one. Like, oh, I the think... small town, everything's lovely. Things seem slightly out of whack. Oh, shit, these people are Autons and they don't realise it because they're so deep undercover. They think they're real people. Only three. <laughs> oh, Target novelised three of those unproduced scripts hmm. as the missing the missing stories. Can we have an Auton story again, please? Yes. Not for a year, at least. Like, yeah, no. Wait till Jodie's second year. Yeah, I want, I, want, I want Series 11 to just be all new. But, like, in, in regards to Autons, they've been sorely missed. There'll be a Dalek appearance because there has to be. Apparently, maybe, sort of, but let's be honest, yes. Um, That's the thing with the Autons. They're so well remembered, Mm. but they only appeared twice. Yes! Within a year. Yeah. But how good were those two appearances? Amazing stories! (laughs) Possibly the best John Bertwee stories, in my opinion. I think think, think it's only the Alice Town, but my favourite first stories for each Doctor. Are a tie between Spearhead from Space and, and the Eleventh Hour, actually. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah, yeah. I love Rose. Rose is like my favorite series opener because oh, it, it sets the tone so well. But if it's like first, first story doctor. of a Doctor and everything, I I love the Eleventh Hour because the pacing is so yeah, good. So, I rewatched it recently; it's incredible. And Matt's wonderful in the Eleventh yeah. Hour. Yeah, but what so about wonderful. the Autons? 
Uh, well, yeah. Well, then they pop up in series five, but not really. Mm. Yeah, well, they do, but not really. The annoying thing is, I know why they did it, but they because when they came back in series one, they had the old sound effects of the near, yeah. and then also the yeah, yeah. Then, I love and it was that. nice because Russell picked him because he was like people, even people who've never seen Doctor Who, Remember, are probably yeah. vaguely aware of these things. Yes, because they redid it for thirty years in the TARDIS as well, didn't they? Yes, they did. I freaking love that documentary. But then when series five came around and they show up at the end. I think it's because Rory shoots Amy and there yeah. was, probably, was probably a BBC mandate of you cannot have a gun sound effect shoot your main character. The, the, it goes, Bish! it does a laser yeah. sound effect yeah. from that point on. And it's like, ah, even though... Yeah. That, that's just, Give a shot when that, your dummy's down. The whole thing of the fingers just <laughs> the fingers from, That's it's amazing! so good! They would make a great, like, even for a movie Doctor Who, they'd make a great, like, nemesis. You could do so much fun. Well, just the police officer in terror and everything. Oh, yeah, it's horrifying. Like, with the weird melted face there. Mm. Yeah. It's good. So good. And the, and the... Living dummies are fun, damn it. The, you know, the... <laughs> Why have they never done, like, uh... Ventures like, doll in an Auton story? Ventures uh, doll. I was going to say, like, you know, you can get plastic skeletons as well. Yes. Oh, God, Halloween episode! Yeah. Yes. An Auton Halloween ep- Screw that! I think they might have t- attempted fate with this at some point. Do an Auton story set in a waxwork museum. They they because then you can even them, you can they? even chuck in a celebrity cameo as yeah. well. That would be hilarious. Yeah, they, they do it in, in in Spearhead, but it's like weird late all. Well, all they're all they're all, they're, like, yeah, like, they're all they're all like politicians. Pol- yeah, it's like, but like imagine an episode with like just briefly it's in somewhere like Madden Two Swords. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! Can one of them be Graham Norton? And it interrupts the scene. Yes! That would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. That yeah. would be so good. Metatextuality in modern Doctor Who. I would love that. Um, oh, God. I'd love the author. How it should be. We should probably move on to the next question. Um, because we're still on this email. Uh, which classic Who season would you like to see made into a Blu-ray box set next? Huh. Um, I'd like to see. Yes. Uh, I want to see I guess, we've got, I guess we've got to be in the realms of plausibility. I want to see John we? season. I want to see... Season eight, season seven or eight. Season season seven would be more logical because it's the introduction. But also, I really like Celarians and I really like Inferno. As I'm saying, I love I love yeah. Spearhead. I love a lot of Silurians. Yeah, I love a lot of amazing. Inferno. I wonder if they're going to hold off on series seven just because logically because of Spearhead. Yeah. yeah, that would make sense um, actually. But um, what about season 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 eight? Give us terror. Give I was going to say season get eleven on the like, cover no, of the box set. You know what I mean? Would be good, wouldn't it? Delgado on the cover of the box set, especially after Twitch. People have been falling in love with Master again because mm. Terror. I've not seen Mind of Evil. I've seen Terror. Damon's is season eight, isn't it? Or is it season e- nine? I think Damon's is season eight. End of season eight, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, because then season nine opens with him in jail, doesn't it? Uh, he? He's in jail in the Sea Devils. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. after the Damon's, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now I just want to steal a sandwich mid sword fight. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Um, so good. Francis looks like he's having it, don't you? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like that. Sorry. <laughs> um, I bet you like the real John Pertwee. Uh, the real John he's Pertwee. he's a dashing man. Little <laughs> glitch. Um, but <laughs> hello. <laughs> see, part of it's like I would love to own the Five Doctors on Blu-ray. Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah. they, you think they'll pack it in one of the seasons, or do you think that'll be, they'll release it? They'll pack it as one of the seasons. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, yeah, no, I think that. It should be for the sake of that collection. It and should be because the idea of this eventually is just to have twenty, what twenty six, twenty six solid box sets. End of season twenty, and the, 
Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, And then for your eighth Doctor box set, you put in the TV movie, you put in all the extra features, you put in a bunch of extra features that are brand new for that box set about the whole run. Yeah, that would be interesting. You stick in Curse yeah. of Fatal Death if you can get the rights to put it in a yeah. in something that you pay for. Put a free download for Curse of Fatal Death because <laughs> then technically it's not breaking the charity thing of selling yeah. it for profit. Um, Scream of the Shalker. Shalker. Yeah. Um, um, do a deal with Big Finish and put like a selection of Eighth Doctor audio. They did that for the Davros box set. Yeah, I Davros. I Davros, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but like um, the Eighth Doctor one, just like here's a selection from his big finished adventures. So you get a sense of what his stories were like after that. Yeah. And then if you want to buy them, here's the link, guys. Mm-hmm. Here's the website. Yeah. Membership. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, I was. I, I would say they would do that. And also Ooh, leftover or, features. Or put Eighth and Ninth Doctor in a box set with a bunch of extra stuff as well. I do want them to Because do... then it'd be a nice chunky box set with two of them on the spine. No. No, yeah, you, you, you want to separate the eras, really. God, I can't, yeah. I can't. Yeah. Um, but what but about... But you, can put, you can put like season four more years in the Season four? Yeah. What do you mean? Because it's 10th planet, Smuggler's 10th planet, Power of the Dallas. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do there. There's one, uh, the one I'm worried about there, not so much us. I think you is... get away with it. It's hard or prominent look well, over. Trout Smuggler's is, is Trout in the Whoever, Whoever's doing the prints in the States is printing them as the Doctor season one. So Tom Baker season one, mm. not yeah. season 12. So what are they going to do when they get to William Hartnell season four? Season 21. I think you Twin can, Dilemma. I think you get away with it. I think you can get away with it as just... William Hartnell series four. Make sure Troughton's in the visual of the front cover. But, but and then the next no, one would technically be. But then the next one would technically be Troughton season one. It's got to be Troughton season one because there's more than one. Hold power over for that one, and then just make sure that it's listed as series on like the listings series four story whatever, okay, and then yeah. series five. I mean, that's um, states in because they do that in Germany as well, don't they? The Germany ones are listed as like Colin Baker year one yes, and stuff that's like true. that. Yeah. But here. They they name them properly. <laughs> you know which one I'm really looking forward to. Oh, season twenty six. Really? Yeah. That oh. would actually be a nice Blu-ray season twenty five. Nah, I'm I'm not season twenty four guys. Remember, time in the Rani in high definition. Remembrance is going to be great. Yeah, but Silver Nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> but Silver Nemesis is terrible. Yeah, that. <laughs> There's no I can say, but I mean that's right. indeed a thing. Whereas season twenty six, yeah, Battlefield is dodgy, but oh, Ghostlight, Fenric, Ghostlight, Fenric, yeah. Also, there are there are like there are different edits available for Ghostlight and Fenric. But like, if... and updated effects and stuff, which are, which are really cool. If they were to start, like, if they were to try and. I, I reckon, like I was saying to you guys earlier, is that they'll only try and do the colour ones first. Yeah, I yeah. So. And if they were to do like four they'll Hold year, off as long as they can on the black and white stuff, just in case. They can finish it off or find them. Um, now, apparently there's a, there's at least two more episodes in the hands of private collectors yes, that they're, they're trying currently to... negotiating for. The thing is, the BBC can't pay for them. No. And also, thanks to, the, thanks to the internet... Private collectors will know about how rare it is, yes. and charge up the wazoo. And Ian Levine has Fury of the Deep, Fury from the Deep, but he's been holding it out of spite because <laughs> <laughs> they cast drastic. a female doctor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, how dare you? I'm going to not watch your leaks and just watch my copy of Fury from the Deep instead. <laughs> um, what are your favorite and least favorite stories from each doctor? Oh, from each. Each mm. Jesus. All right, quick fire, I suppose. Then okay. Hartnell favorite. Oh, let's let's do favorites. Okay. Hartnell favorite. Uh, the Aztecs. Time meddler. Oh, I love the time Very meddler. Good. 
It's a space helmet for a cow. Yes. Um, Aztecs for me. Aztecs, and also, and just, yeah. the, just the meddling monk is a, a wonderful little Butterworth character. Butterworth is so good. That's what I'll um, bring someone find Mission to the Unknown so we yes. can see him again briefly. Uh, Graham Garden played him in a bunch of 8th Doctor audios. He was really good. Really? Yeah. yeah. It was like a next incarnation. I think I think he's had another incarnation since played by Rufus Hound. But Graham Garden is the meddling monk. Just is like, yes, that hits the spot. Mm. One of the goodies isn't the meddling monk. Yes, happy with that. <laughs> Troughton. Troughton. Ooh, um... War games. Ooh. Uh, it's long, but it's brilliant. Dodgy manservant character aside, Tomb of the Sidemen. Yeah. 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 I, I, I would have said Tomb, and it used to be, but when I first saw War Games, I just I was just in love. Okay. I saw that story, I was just like... Power of the Daleks is pretty damn good. I love Power of the Daleks, but I don't... No. I haven't. Sorry, I was getting confused. I do love Power of the Daleks. I'm not sure how I feel about the animation yet, because I've not seen all of it. But I... But I... <laughs> had the the missing episodes cassette with the Tom Baker narration and it was beautiful. Yes, the Tom Baker. So the best bit about the Tom Baker narration is I can't remember which incarnation I was in, but uh, I remember. <laughs> it's like he there was something more whatever. Because he was in character as the yeah, Doctor. It was really really good. Yeah, it's a really well, good really idea. really nicely written. But yeah, I, I, power's good. But I War Games is my favorite. Uh, Pertwee. Pertwee. Ooh, favourite Pertwee. Terra. No, Spearhead from Space. Oh, Spearhead's like my favourite series open, like I said, of a, a regeneration story, but... It's a really cool about It's something about Terra, the Autons. It's a really And nice. I really... Oh, and the I really, Master's in Terra, isn't he? And I really like um, the Time Warrior as well. I haven't seen it. Time Warrior is good. Just because Sarah Jane, like, the moment she oh, lands in it, you're so like, good. oh, I'm already missing Joe and I'm really she's annoyed. So like, good. I'm really annoyed now. You can't possibly replace the dynamic by the end of it. You're like, you're great and I can't wait to have more adventures with um, you. And the Sontara, the first first time you meet one, Lynx is really creepy and the medieval setting's really fun. He keeps on licking his lips. He does, which is something that not many of them have used since. Dan no. Starkey did it a bit in series four. Yes, he did. He did yeah. a bit of that. Yeah. It was because he was a fanboy, so he was like, "Oh, I'm going to bring that to it." And it's like, fair enough. Good on you, mate. Um, I find it almost impossible to choose a favorite Pertwee. So, because it changes depending on what. Well, it's obviously, it is. Invasion of the Dinosaurs for you, isn't but it? it's, let's be honest. I, today, I'm feeling the Damons. Fair enough. Okay. The Damons. Chat with the wings from Damos. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, probably um, Terror of the Autons, then, if but, I had to pick yeah. one. That, the Pertwee's a really difficult one, because the, the Pertwee's I've seen, I almost universally I tell you love. what, I did enjoy as well as Sea Devils, is in a way of, like, mm. I can put that on and just kind of sit and watch it for three hours. Mm. Yeah. And, and not... There's not many you can, not many of the longer ones where you can just kind of go, I can, all right, I can all do right. that with Inferno. Yeah. yeah. I can do that with Inferno, easily. Okay. Yeah, but just because after, like... 12 weeks of getting to know everyone it's fascinating to see their evil universe counterparts and also <laughs> just like the, the the end of episode 6 of Inferno mm. yeah Elf I don't know it's like, spoilers and the Liz entire alternate universe dies and Liz Shaw's oh, right wow. and, wow. and the Doctor escapes back to the regular one to try and stop the same thing happening over here goodbye everybody I'm going to go back and use the cheat sheet yeah. but alternate Nazi but Liz got, Shaw shoots alternate Nazi but he goes here. through the it's mirror great. and the formula's reversed yes as a red dwarf. Inferno is uh, so good. Terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. very, very good. But today it's the demons. On another day it might be Carnival of Monsters, and on another day it might be the Green Death. Oh, <gasps> Green Death's pretty good. Carnival, that's where Drashid comes from. Right? Yes. Yes. Don't upset anybody, but we've got to pick a favourite Tom now. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Robot Part 2. Get out. No one likes Robot Part 2. I like Robot Part 2. I like Robot Part 3 more. 
Because um, of that cliffhanger yeah, with the tank. Pain in the arse. Anyway. Um, um, yeah, the tank. Um, <laughs> the tank is great. Um, I'm surprised Robots of Death wasn't your first go-to, actually. I do Robots really death like Robots of Please Death. Please do not put your hands at me. I love it so I'm gonna far. Sneak- Gonna sneak that into the first show I get to make. Is your <laughs> Robots of Death reference? Needs you know what? You know what? I didn't clock until yesterday when I watched the first episode of Revenge of the Cybermen again. What? Pool is the Vogon in Revenge of the Cybermen. Pool from Robots of Death is the the jingoistic Cy- Vogon in Revenge of the Cybermen. Really? Yeah. <laughs> David Collins. I didn't notice that. I didn't clock it because I because I because <laughs> on Father's Day I sat I was with dad and was like. Let's watch a classic Who, because we've not watched a classic Who together for ages. And mm. um, you got me into it. So I was like, all right. And he came down and he chose Robots of Death. And I'm like, yes, I am your child. Um, <laughs> yes, I am. Um, and yeah, so I've watched it recently. And it's so, so good. Um, and yeah, but I popped from Red Side and I was like, yeah, it sounds familiar, sounds familiar, sounds familiar. It's pool. It's pool. Pool, 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 bloody pool! It's chief mover pool. <laughs> Commander Yuvanov. I love oh. Robots of Death. So yeah, it's Robots of Death. Robots it's of it's so good. I think it was the Tom ba- first Tom Baker story I saw. Do you remember, like in two thousand six, The Sun did the five days in a week. Oh, they released yeah. part one of random episodes. Yeah, well, well, with, with a cheeky little advert for the DVD yes. range on the back of yes. each one saying, you can buy it now. Well, I didn't realise that Classic Who was in parts. No. Ah, right. So I got it and I was like, what? And Why do people love this part one of Earthshock? Because yes. what's going on? <laughs> it was when, it was, yeah, because it would say like episode one and then suddenly it turned into part one of Obviously by that point, by the time I got to Earthshock, it, I knew what was It wasn't until the last few years of the DVD, like the last, Certainly past the halfway point of the VHS range that they started releasing them in parts. Mm. Before that, they were all in the omnibus edits. Yes. So yeah. the, the first time I saw um, Robots of Death, the first time I saw uh, not Gen- yeah, Genesis? No, Genesis was in parts. Uh, the first time I saw Ark in Space, a lot of that stuff, it was all omnibus edits. So it wasn't until I got the DVD of a lot of stuff where I actually saw it in its, part, in its episodic order. That's interesting. Um, Arkham Space is actually a good nomination for a Tom one. I had a fairly... I think we still have a fairly complete VHS collection. Because I've I've started watching... But you're part of the human race, John. I know, but you're indomitable. 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 I... happy I I didn't find that bit particularly impressive. And I love a bit of Harry. Harry was lovely, yes. They only put it in because... The writers just liked hearing Tom say words. Yes. Because he's got su- the such best a, voice. Such a good voice. Such a good Tom I, I, I death really... for me. Oh, City of Death is so good, isn't it? It is Why bloody can't... lovely. Do, 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 do. That if, music. Even if part one is just Tom and Lana, go on holiday. Yeah. <laughs> it's the BBC. Show off that they're filming abroad. Yes. Um... They're going to do it again in The Two Doctors. Stick around, everybody. We're going to show it off like crazy. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but, but again, just the dialogue, the way it flows, it's quotable as hell. I'm going to say Invasion of Time. No, no. Let's <laughs> <laughs> run around a recreation centre for two episodes. It's the Vardens. Um, well, it's so tired, it sounds a bit grumpy. <laughs> um, I, yeah. It's, it's Robots of Death. But it's, like such, it's very, very good, yes. Mm-hmm. There's some really odd, even like Brain and Morbius. Brain and um, Morbius, mm, so Wing good. Chang. Pyramids of Mars. Um, Pyramids of Mars is it's very so good. good. It is very good. I can't remember if it was that or the Green Death, which was the first Doctor Who story I ever saw. 
and it would have been on Saturday morning repeats when I was a kid. I know a lot of people got Pyramids of Mars was their first one. It was either it was in the it was in the Green Death or Pyramids of Mars was my first one. You always remember the first time. Oh yeah. When you were watching it, yes. Were you sat or did you kneel? I knelt. Did you kneel? I missed all the mics. I missed the first ten minutes of episode four because we were out shopping. <gasps> And we didn't get back in time, and I was very upset. Aww. But then we got the VHS. Okay, the story for nine is ten. Oh. <laughs> okay. um, sorry, but... Um, three years too late. Three years too late. <laughs> um, but... Uh, uh, Are you going to do ten is ten? No! <laughs> two years too late. Parting of the ways. Um, oh, hello. I Spoiler alert for a later question. I had to go to uh, a wedding. Oh! that afternoon so I didn't see it go out live and I, that was the first time I had to miss Doctor Who and I was fuming uh, and I couldn't get sit until the following day and I didn't sleep that night oh because just... you were so excited to watch it and so annoyed you hadn't seen it that's actually really sweet so, yeah. anyway sorry that's, uh, that's accurate um, Fifth Doctor Earthshock and the Five Doctors oh Fifth Doctor um, which I'm going to be completely predictable and say Gaze Man Designer yeah yeah, I was, I was, I was debating. Um, I have a soft spot for Enlightenment because I had it on VHS. What's the first Mark? Mm. Kinder. I've got a soft spot for Kinder because I'm not, I'm not a big, I'm not a big Tegan fan, but I really like her in those stories. Not that one either. Uh, but no, nice at caves. Like I also caves. really, really like Resurrection of the Daleks. Resurrection. Yeah. I really like. Yeah. Resurrection got a higher body count than Terminator. Yes. Yes. I really like it. Uh, and and they like say that. fuck more than they do in Scarface. <laughs> it's mm. a true story. You just have to true. turn it up really loud to hear it. It's in the um, background. Right, okay. Sixth Doctor. This one should be easy. Uh, Revelation of the Daleks. Uh, Revelation of the Daleks is fucking amazing. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> it's very, very really good. It's, it's a fascinating. I, I understand, like, even Colin has this complaint of, like, not much of a Doctor Who story if the Doctor's not involved. I, I think it's one of the great examples of showing us that Doctor Who doesn't need the Doctor to be part of the action. No, he's just there witness. so you can see it, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and Vengeance on Varos for me. Vengeance on Varos is actually yeah. pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It's twisted in all it's the right no, ways. I mean, so so's, um, so's Revelation of the Daleks. Yeah. Revelation of the Daleks. <laughs> Revelation of the Daleks is fucking twisted yes. in the right ways as well. They yeah. both they You both mean deal. to tell me you were... Uh, no, wait, what was it? Uh... You didn't happen to tell them that they were eating their own relatives? Certainly not! I believe that would create what is termed consumer resistance. <laughs> Davros, creator of the Daleks, said that! I'm a past master at the double entry. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I remember seeing... An, an Just it, the um, swashbuckle of... Uh, what's his face in that as well? Orsini. Orsini and... Uh, uh, Bostock. Yeah, yeah, like just—it's just such a fucking swashbuckle. Um, like these were clearly meant to be the main characters of the story, <laughs> yeah. but we have to remember that we're Doctor and Perry in it Holmes. as well. I wish I was Robert Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably the most he touches. Gets yeah, into he's that. almost yeah. he's almost Robert Holmes in that story. Mm. Um, I, I'm almost. I saw, and I said to John, "Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> wouldn't it be nice if the Cybermen crushed?" Hands and just a little bit of blood just kind of squirts everywhere. John, John didn't really take to that, but I wrote it in anyway. I saw, um, I saw Revelation in an, in, in an early nineties repeat. Last week. <laughs> the most, and the most I, timid 
but violent man. Sorry. I was a very no, no, that's fine. I was a very, very young boy, and the glass Dalek scene scared the shit yeah, out was, of yeah, me. That oh it. yeah, that that's amazing. Yeah. Also, uh, did you have the DVD when it first came out? Yeah. Of that, I got it. Was watching it, and there was a glitch on it on certain players where, when those when that daughter and, and her friend were running through the corridors, mm. it would repeat perfectly on a cut. So it would always look like they, they ran down one corridor, and then another, and they'd cut back to the start. It was on the layer change. Oh, yeah. It was on the first, it was on the first, it might have been between scenes, yeah. and it would just constantly, and you couldn't fix it, and when you tried to do anything with the remote, it would crash the DVD player, but oh, you would God. just loop this scene. And I remember watching it the first time, and it was five times it went round when I went, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've seen enough Scooby-Doo to know that sometimes this is a money-saving yeah. technique. Well, I was like, I've seen enough. Classic Doctor Who at this point to know that it's not, you know, it's a bit creaky. This is too creaky. Yeah. <laughs> this, is not, this is creakier than normal. Speaking of creaky, um, favourite films? Um, um, Fenric or Remembrance? Remembrance. Oh, yeah. Remembrance has to be. For me. Silver Nemesis. Yeah, I think it's Remembrance. It's I really yeah. like. Ghostlight, Fenric, and, and Survival, but Ghostlight <laughs> is a little too incomprehensible for its own good. It's one of the things I like about it, is the yeah. fact that it's fucking nonsense. And I've got a huge <laughs> soft spot for Greatest Show in the Galaxy. I've not well. seen Greatest Show. Seen it. So. It's pretty great. Yeah. But I, yeah, Remembrance pretty is... Great. Remembrance is... It's got rap in it, for Christ's sake. Oh There's God. rapping. There is a rapping ringmaster. <laughs> okay. I think and Remem- Sylvester McCoy gets to do some of his sleight of hand magic. Okay. Rem- Remembrance is the best and Sylvester really McCoy doing classic Doctor Who. Yeah. Because Ghostlight, Fenric, remember, remember the survival is Sylve prototyping modern Doctor Who. Yes. Oh god, that last series informed so much of later. Especially survival. Uh, favorite yeah. Eighth Doctor canon television story. Uh, probably the TV movie. Night of the I'll Dots. be honest. There's something really cool about the TV movie. Uh, um, it's probably my favorite of his. Physician, heal thyself, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's but, a priest. Yeah. The last line. But these shoes, they do fit comfortably. They fit. Yeah. They the fucking. He's the right on him. Yeah, all right. It's, it's, yeah. I, was, um, I was so into that one. Sharder. Get out. <laughs> um, the Curse of Fatal Death. Um, Sword of Orion. I'm counting two-parters. Bad Wolf part of the ways. Two-parters in the modern era count because they are one story. Yeah, they are. Dalek. Not counting series nine two-parters because they're not two-parters apart from like two of them. Ghostlight. Um, no? No Ghostlight. Rose. Dalek Ooh, was pretty... Dalek was the reason that I wanted to watch the show. Oh, it's good, though. It is really fucking good. And then, by the time I got to Dalek, I had already hooked by the world. Yeah. But then it was... The reason why I wanted to watch the show was <laughs> figure out why the Daleks were a thing. And then this episode introduced me to, like, existential consequences with alien Nazi robots. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> My, and, my brain was pulled out of the back li- of my skull. And the line reading, defeated by a flight of stairs. Um, oh, um, what a... He is I Henry know. Van Staten, now recognise mm. him. Um, speak to me, Dalek. I know what should happen. I know what you deserve. Exterminate. So good. Ten. An amazing scene. Midnight. Oh, ten. Midnight. Yeah, midnight or um, Wars of Mars. Wars of Mars is good. Wars of Mars is very good. It's just not followed up on. Really annoying. Um, I enjoyed the time thinking back to how I felt when it went out. Oh, I I remember that was that was like the last thing I watched before I moved to London. Yeah, 
on on New Year's Day it was yeah. that, and then two days later I was in a freaking B and B in Shepherd's Bush going, oh, joy. oh god, I'm terrified for my new job. Yes, yeah. um, yes. And the two weeks later I was like, Matt, can I live with you for a bit while I figure out what the hell I'm doing? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and then two weeks later you were like, get the fuck out of my bedroom. Get the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> uh, I um, am quite keen on rimming. <laughs> <laughs> Stop putting words into my mouth. Yep. And other things. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... Mm, <laughs> I'll sell that right up. Um, I'm going to go with... <laughs> it's a two-part episode, guys and girls. We'll see you next week. Say it a bit. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Stand up. Yeah. Season. yeah. Um, I also, I know this the one. Beast and his army shall rise from the pit to make war with God. Oof. So fucking creepy. Oof, that's some great dialogue. And just the um, wonderful, the wonderful chat about them having to settle down and get a mortgage. Yeah. And, and it's just like you can tell he's absolutely devastated, but he feels safe with her. Yes. And you're like, that's the moment where I'm like, okay, this flouncy wouncy space boyfriend girlfriend thing. I get it now. Yeah, it's working because you two are clearly very happy in each other's company and then like retroactively later on I realised from what Cavan Scott said to us during 10 think about it the 10th Doctor is literally a reaction to Rose yes of course he's space boyfriend yes and that then explains his behaviour when she's gone yes being selfish and self his character arc is very is probably the best one it's amazing nine, nine I, I, count, I count like nine and ten's arc as the same yeah, arc yeah it's the same writer because it's yeah, just like, it's same so show. good yeah it's brilliantly done um, I could also say Voyager of the Damned and I it's know really I'm, fun yeah, yeah I know it gets a lot of flack yeah. but I think it's genuinely it's a great hour of television and his name <laughs> is Max ding ding <laughs> Um, but it's so much fun and, and freaking Bernard Cribbins cameo yes we, little did we know it would become much bigger, a much bigger thing later yeah, like, yeah. like retroactively yes. they'd add him in and yeah yeah fucking love and Kylie's wonderful in it yeah Kylie no and the dick is the only one of the group that survives yes. which is a really nice twist on also it also the heavenly hosts really remind me of the Vox yes and the heavenly hosts yes yeah yeah and again like keeping on the creepy angel imagery mm. information you are all going to, to die, die. The like, little jaw oh, movement. I love yeah, it. and the fact great. that they don't, no one on this trip realizes the ignorance and kind of offensiveness of the Titanic Panic. being celebrated the yeah. way it is, and it's just so bloody. Way long, long before Adele was being a prick about it. It's yeah. just you know so, so it, yeah, because it's morbid but shiny. Yeah, and CBBC Ed posting had kicked my ass if I didn't point out that Duke from Tracy Beaker was in it. So there you go. Hey, <laughs> um, yeah, um, eleven. What? Eleven. Eleven. Series uh, five. <laughs> All of series five. Vincent and the Doctor. Because it, it's the closest we've really got, really had to a historical in the modern run. Because yeah. the monster's invisible and consider it enough to be invisible. And and it is a metaphor for like for the, mental illness yeah. and um, anxiety. And it's one of those rare things where they've actually managed to produce synergy between their themes. Synergetic storytelling. Yes. Um, Vincent and the Doctor. Then. Uh, Although there's a there's a there's a the the um, eight year old Sammy wants to say Victory of the Daleks. Oh, that first really twenty does. minutes is so much fun. It really was. And, the Victory of the Daleks, and then but... it kind of goes a bit wibbly, but 
Does it though? Yeah, a bit. Does it though? Matt Smith stands in a a uh, bleached and wiped down empty yes. office block. Yes. Talking to a bunch of factories. Yeah, talk <laughs> talking to a bunch of props for twenty five minutes. Sorry, we, we're talking about Doctor Who here, aren't we? This is Doctor Who. That's true. <laughs> um, That's true. It's like we see these Daleks. They make a very clear mission statement that they mean business by killing the other ones. Yeah. And then they just talk for 25 minutes. That sounds like Daleks. <sighs> Instead of ploughing through things. God, this is dangerous. Honestly, so Series 5 is, this is <laughs> so hard. Anyway, I, I'm just going to say Series 5. I can't okay. give you an episode. Then. 12. Mummy on the Iron Express. Mummy on the Iron Express. Mummy on the Iron Express. Maybe Deep it's Breath. Anonymous. I kind of like Deep I Breath. I have a soft spot for Robot of Sherwood as well. I quite mm, like... It's a romp. Uh, the Tudis. Um, the what? Flatline. Oh, the oh, Tudis. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Some radical yeah. effects and monster yeah. realisation in that. Uh, worst stories. Worst quickfire. We'll go in reverse order. So 12 worst stories. And this will be nine. What we've seen. Series 9. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I can't even join. I, I can't pretend one, that's a joke. I hate got series, to be, nine. series 9 is genuinely bad. It's got to be twice upon a time for the character assassination it pulls on the fucking first Doctor. On the Doctor? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the 12th Doctor becomes a whining bitch, yeah. basically. He's like, I don't want to die, want to die for some reason. For fucking. some reason. In a way that. Ten did, but it made sense in yeah. his arc in a way because he was a selfish idiot who suddenly yeah. realised that he he would been a dick, yeah. and his life was not his own, mm-hmm. and introduced that element that at least that incarnation felt bitter about the idea that he'll be gone. Yeah, because everyone was like, "Oh, he's retconning it's that all of them like don't want to leave, and it's really horrible." It's like, no, that's his opinion. Yeah. And maybe the others have felt like that, but they faced it with dignity and honour. Like nine. Like nine, like three. Like they face it with like proper... And four, they face and it with proper 11. dignity. Yeah. Whereas ten does face it with dignity and then chicken... He has a strop, then he deals with it as his usual selfish, like big, you know, final marathon. Here I am, everything's great. I'm going on a victory lap and everything. And then at the last minute, Breaks he down. chickens out in a genuinely sincere way. Yeah. And it's, but yeah. it's, it's, and there's nothing he can do. There's and nothing it's... he can do. And he freaking blows into light. And then this clownish, boyish face goes, ooh. And the, <laughs> and the story changes immediately. Yes. Yeah. And, and it it's is great. It's that sound as well. It's, it's great. It's so good. And the music, where the music then changes, that like, and he's just like, oh, what's happening? The show's just going a new way now. Yeah. I, yeah, I hate. Yeah, twice upon a time. Yeah, twice upon a time. I think, um, and maybe kill the moon. I'd say, I, oh, yeah. in the forest of the night. Oh God, <laughs> telling children not to take their medication. Yeah, Jesus. The, yeah. There is a good, there is yeah. a good story yeah. in there somewhere, yeah. but none of it made it to screen. Um, um, eleven, eleven. Oof. Uh, the almost people and the rebel flesh. Uh, I have a soft spot I for don't mind revisiting them. it. <laughs> I have a sauce part revisiting. <laughs> I don't mind that. I um, am going to go ahead and say... I think Rings of Aka is ultimately oh, a pointless story. I don't hate it, but it's pointless. Oh, oh, oh Asylum of the Daleks is pretty bad. Um, I, I mean, hate it. Again, on first viewing, I didn't hate Asylum because oh, I, I was it. genuinely intrigued by the way they played the press. Because I was like, wait, hang on. This, this lady's... This lady's in it already. Like, what's going on? I thought she was yeah. joining yes, it no, next year. Like, yeah, all, all, the sh- all the shit they did with Clara, but before she was Clara, was not very good. Oh, um, the Doctor, the Widow, and the Wardrobe. I was, yeah, that's the one. I knew it was coming to all of us. That's the one. That's the worst. It's yeah. very bad. 
really very bad. I think that's the episode you can see Matt Smith decide. I'm gonna leave after next season. I thought Christmas yeah. Carol wasn't very good either. I like Christmas Carol. I don't I like Christmas Carol was because magical. Of, because I don't of Gambon. Like it at all. Because of Gambon. I don't. I don't like it. And because singing. of Gambon and Catherine Jenkins. I don't like it. I'm gonna spit my dummy out. I don't like it, <laughs> and you're all wrong. Um, nah, uh, ten, ten. Uh, ooh, that's that. Uh, you all know what I'm um, saying. Planet of the Dead. And I mean, I don't hate Planet of the Dead. It's terrible, but I don't hate it. I have a lot of fun with it. No, but it is pretty bad. Love monsters. No, I love no, Love monsters. Love monsters great. It's awful. I love it's Love monsters. Really I genuinely love. Oh, love it's fierce, mate. Fear has much Fear. Fine. John, I thought you loved Chloe Webber. Chloe Webber? No! She should be eaten by her wardrobe. Fair enough. Again, again, a really dark, scary idea. Told terribly. Told terribly. And I'm reporting it to the council. Fear's alright. I'd say Fear has worse than... uh, Love of Monsters is fucking terrible. Yeah, Fear has worse than Love of Monsters. Oh, God. Love of Monsters is at least trying to do something different. And it's got those fucking brilliant scenes with Jackie. I don't stuff with Jackie's mm-hmm. wonderful, mm-hmm. especially when she, uh, especially all the awkward flirting stuff is wonderful. Forty two is hitting this, yeah, which yeah. is interesting considering where we are now. Yeah, yeah. forty two is forty two is pretty dramatic. I, I, I <laughs> honestly <laughs> believe that Chibbers has learned some serious lessons oh, yes. since his work on Doctor Who. Oh yes, so since yeah. his uh, Broadchurch. Yes, so I'm I'm hoping that that's going to rub off on New Who. Uh, there um, isn't a bad. Episode for Doctor Nine. There isn't. The genuine. I'm sorry. There isn't. I'm that, sorry. That first series. That that come, is, at, come, just, come at me, bro. Not, a, yeah. There isn't one. It's perfect hit rate. Yeah. Um, um, if you want to, if you want to choose the one that's not the best, Unquiet Dead. I really like Unquiet Dead. That was almost my don't pick think, favorite. Don't, don't think I didn't feel your hands having a wonder. All that stuff. Is oh god, yeah, no, yeah. Oh, it's fucking great. And and, um, and, and the actual ending of the girl from the idea that. Gwyneth's been dead for minutes already. Yes. And it's like, oh, chilling. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, really, I still remember watching and that. And Callow is freaking having a ball playing Dickens. What is the word? And, and the scene in the carriage where he's like, I'm your biggest fan. Like, what way are you a means of keeping oneself so cool? cool? The long game. <laughs> the long game is the least good episode of that entire season. Okay, I'll it's, give you that. It's still really fucking good, though. Yes, it's, it's still really, really interesting. good. It's just, but it's yeah. the least good. It's possi- but possibly it, because it, of Adam. And it yes. is more. However, that last five minutes is excellent. Yes, yes, because it, it shows you. It's like, yeah, not everyone's meant for this. Yeah. Not everyone is meant for this, uh, and it cemented the idea that the companion is the main character, because oh. you suddenly realise how special Rose actually was, and also and and how lucky she was to be in that world. And that last scene is is great and yes. so weird. Um, okay, so uh, Eighth Doctor, the TV, TV movie. <laughs> <laughs> Is simultaneously the best and, and the worst. worst. <laughs> Sometimes in the same scene. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh kiss uh, as good as me, as well as you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bruce, the Asian child. <laughs> <laughs> I always dress <laughs> for the occasion. We've no time to waste, but time to get changed. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Seven. Oh, Christ, time in the Rani. Time in the Delta Rani. in the Bannerman. I've not seen time in the Rani, so that's. Oh well, we are having a party. <laughs> we are having a viewing party. Battlefield. Uh, 
Yeah. I did not take to battlefield very well. And it's it's you definitely got spurs and you pulled it's out. certainly <laughs> the long fucking the lowest point of that for the last season. Yeah, I don't um, know. yeah, absolutely. Richard B. Brooks would tear my head off. <laughs> Uh, I don't mind Battlefield, but it's it's definitely the weakest link in that season. Yes, it's better than Silver Nemesis. Yes, twenty um, fifth anniversary. Then again, Silver, Silver Nemesis <laughs> actually, yeah, Silver <laughs> Nemesis is pretty bad. Yeah. It is pretty, what the fuck going on? And it's, he's it's, having it's, a conversation with the. the well, this shit is the twenty fifth anniversary story. Here you go. It's shit. <laughs> Lappy. We up. made Remembrance of the Daleks like eight weeks ago. He's silver nemesis. <laughs> Fucking hell. Weakest story um, for six. Twin Dilemma. Because it was, here's your introduction. Oh Twin God, dilemma. what have we done? We'll yeah. see you next year. We'll see you yeah. next year. <laughs> hey everyone, let's crash this train. You can hear everyone crying. Come back six months later and we'll show you how they get out. If at all. <laughs> see, uh, <laughs> the Doctor I, Stress music video. <laughs> I don't hate any, I don't hate any of the stories in, in season 22. Alright. I don't hate any of them. Explain! Explain! And, and I don't hate any of the... And I don't hate any of the Trial of Time Lord stuff. I think the Ultimate Evil gets a bit of its own ass towards the end, but it's... What's the one with I the... Don't like, I don't like what they do what? with Perry. Ainley phones in, literally. It's a Skype what they do with Perry in Trial yeah, of Time Well, because they, they, they revert. So, yeah, yeah. 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 I think her dying was much powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Still I, shit, but it, I mean, living it, with yeah, Brian Blessed is probably close. Well, um, <laughs> Hello, darling! Um, Would you make me a coffee? What's the one with the flower face people that people think... Terror, Terror of the, the Vervoids. Yeah, I've never seen that, because every time I've gone to watch it, I fall asleep. It's pretty good. I, like, I quite like it. <laughs> I, I, it's it's, 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 it's better than Night Nurse, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty <laughs> decent, like... Murder mystery that's not even really a mystery because you know who's doing it, but no one else does. Right. Thing on a it's cruise a, ship. It's, it's an episode uh, of Scooby Doo without the twist. It's Agatha, <laughs> it's Agatha Christie with a lot of yonic imagery. Um, so yeah, it's I. I Columbo. Murderous vaginas flowers. Yes. <laughs> yes. Look at twin, twin dilemma is twin the first one. Yeah, twin dilemma. But I don't. I don't actually hate any of these other stories. I think he's. They're not very good. But oh, he's great. I know which one's the worst for the fifth doctor. Yeah. Uh, Fury from the Deep. Fury from the Deep is terrible. No, I am. Warriors from the Deep. Sorry. Yes. Warriors from the Deep. Warriors from the Deep is pretty terrible. I find it hilarious to watch. I had a soft spot for it because it was one of the few stories that my the local library had on VHS back when they did a VHS library. Okay. Um. So I watched it a few times, but it's um. Yeah. Time flight's pretty. Time flight's pretty bad. Yeah, I think I had to give up watching that. <laughs> um, like the master's disguise, the pacing of yeah. it all, the immediate like, oh, Adric's dead. Moving on, it's just <laughs> he so... wouldn't want us to mourn him unnecessarily. Castrovalva is really boring. Yes, yes, it is. It's really boring. Thank you. I cannot get my head around it's people not, who like it. It's not bad. It's just I, really dull. The people who love it are the people who. Uh, didn't realise they were into bondage and fancied Adric. That, and it's just, that's and the audience for Castrovalva. Where he's very ev- very visible boner. And yes, it's, it's that's very, the audience for Castrovalva. It's very And people who like watching beige men sleep in pills. It, com- it comes off the back of Logopolis and I fucking love Logopolis. See, I really struggle with that. Because it's so well. weird and melancholy and It is very melancholy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I really like the mood of Logopolis. Mm. Yeah, and there's then, a mood. Yeah, and then Castrovalva's just dull, weird. 
And a sequel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fourth Doctor. Terrible Fourth Doctor. Sorry. Like the worst. <laughs> Genesis <laughs> of the Dark. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the hate people are for Revenge of the Cybermen. It's not very good. No. It's, no but it's, it's, not, not it's not awful. Worst. No. It's not uh, Image of the Fendal was like... Well, I fucking love Image of the Fendal. Okay. Fair. I fucking love it. I remember watching it. <laughs> I watched it when it came out on DVD. <laughs> yeah. That was powerful. And then I, I put on the commentary to be like, does this make sense? And as the commentary was on, I went, I'm going for a walk. And I just <laughs> went for a walk. For no reason. I was just um, away for a walk and came back and the commentary was still on. I was like, fucking hell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Underworld. I've not, I've not watched a lot of the Tom Baker stuff that is generally regarded to be his worst stuff. Invasion of Time is pretty nasty. Oh, yeah, of Invasion of Time, like episodes four to um, seven are mm. pretty damn Because terrible. it starts really interestingly because he's being a dick. Yeah, and you're like, what's going on? Yeah. Why is the Doctor doing it? And then the Sultans rock up and you're like, oh, oh God, shit. The, oh shit, what's happening? And it's more than one. Yeah. I, I don't think you can pick a bad story or, or a truly terrible story from Sarah Jane's run. No. And I, I suppose Invisible Enemy's a bit shit. And like, but it's like it's mm, I'm not a huge fan of the Armageddon factor but is this, is this that's the last key to time one um, but I think it's just because it's a six part and it's a bit too long Ooh. Um, right, key, key the to, other key the other key to time stuff I quite like right what, key to time uh, stories just list, list them um, Reboss Operation yeah. which is great Pirate Planet Pirate Planet which is brilliant Stones of um, Blood. Stones of Blood, Power which is of Who's 100th story. Power yeah. of Crawl. Power of Crawl, which is cheesy, campy, fun, and fun. Yeah. Um, Android Tara, which is a prisoner's end of send up, and he's alright. I found that one really dull when I binged that season, yeah. actually. I, I couldn't remember, it's the point where I couldn't remember what the name of it was, um, because I'd obviously thought, oh, that's the one I didn't like. Yeah. yeah. I like well, that. And then what's I the like, last one? Uh, Armageddon Factor. Armageddon Factor. Which is, I just like, it's... What's the, one, what's the one where he gets slapped, and then he slaps them back? That's Rebus Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty he slaps him in the gloves, and he takes the gloves and slaps him back. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Pirate it's a Robert Holmes Pirate Planet's got some really good stuff in it. Pirate Planet's just Douglas Adams all the way. Um, I, um, hmm. Stones of Blood is really good. Um, Again, I'm not sure there is I don't know. a dreadful Tom. There's Toms that aren't strong. Yeah. Like, well, I, I, I appreciate I appreciate it. But but I've not, I don't, I've not I don't, seen... I don't love Robot. But, like, I've I not... appreciate Robot. Yeah, but it's not the worst story, is it? It's not. Like, it's not the worst story. But it is one like, that I do if, like, in the past... Like, at the minute, we're in, the, we're in a big binge, so yeah. I've not got the option, but... Sometimes when I've like just randomly watched a few from each Doctor, I've I've, I've sort of skipped Robot and I go to either ones, Ark or Genesis. And... The ones people will choose, like I haven't seen Creature from the Pit, I haven't seen Underworld, I haven't seen Megalos, I haven't seen um, Horns of Nimon, Nimon. I've seen Invisible Enemy. That's not very good, so I think I mm. probably have to go with Invisible Enemy just out of lack of other options. Mm, okay, Android Invasion. That one? Oh, that's that's yes. a, that's an unpopular one. It's, it's an unpopular one, but it's, it's got some really cool moments. Yeah, but it is a bit I of a drag. I, I, I remember Dan and, describing and, and it the idea of duplicates and that sort of well, termination scripts. Well, yeah, well, the, 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 stuff, the, the duplicate <laughs> undercover <laughs> thing had been done so much better in Terran and Zygons <laughs> that it was just kind of like we're doing this again, but it's now robots. Like, yeah. eh. never has such a mediocre writer had so much influence and power as Terminations Estate. <laughs> Doctor <Okay>. Three. That's <laughs> a sentence. Doctor, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think um, the Ambassadors of Death is one of the most boring Doctor Who's I've ever seen. 
Um, the time monster is pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. You're not a fan of chroma key um, thing. Invasion of the dinosaurs is pretty like the bad. from the 70s. Uh, oh, I'm trying to think of, of like other ones I've seen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the tricky bit for me. Um, fucking, it's... Mm, 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 mm. It's probably going to be the time monster for me. My other ones I've seen, to be fair to him, my least favourite one has been... Silorians? Well, that's, I, 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 I I'm like fine with it. Yeah. How like, dare you? I'm, it's I'm, Doctor Who and the Silorians. That's the point. It is long though. <laughs> so God, I, I like you. He's bloody blowing him up, the fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Brigadier, he's a shit Brigadier. I hope one day your corpse is paraded around in a tin man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pray to the Time Lord gods. Right, it's gone midnight. We've still got two questions, two emails to go. So, oh God, let's uh, worst worst story for Doctor Two. Uh, 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 fuck, uh, Ice Warriors is pretty boring in places. Uh, yeah, uh, Invasion you know, slows down. Uh, yeah, it's a bit too long. Yeah. That's, that's the problem with a lot of early Who. Yeah. They, they just made them too long and too slow. I'm going to go with the Dominators. Oh, I love the Dominators. Out of the ones I've seen, though, like... They come out and they go, and it's, and it's not like you've got a lot of options for they do Trouton, because all of his fucking um, stories are missing. Yeah, it's, it's hard with Trouton, it really is. they're all missing. Um, oh, we didn't talk about the Mind Robber. Well, they were good ones. That oh, was, like that was a good one, yeah. That was a cracker. Um, and Hartnell, Hartnell. Sensorites. Uh, Sensorites episode two onward. That that part in the uh, it, the Toy Maker, where bad words are said. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Um, yes. I wonder when um, that Blu-ray collection's coming Yeah, out. I don't know if they're going to animate that. When they that. find that, I wonder um, how they're going to... Oh, um... It pains me to say it because the charm, the sheer charm and ambition of it, but the web planet. Yeah. It's fucking awful. Yeah. Um, it's pretty damn awful. I tell you what. It's five episodes of. Six. I want you to. Six episodes. No, no, I mean like after the first one. Of, oh, right. I want you to read that fucking map. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it. I've been doing it. It's going to take me a little longer. Oh, all right then. I'll check back in on you in a bit. Oh, Sounds pretty dry. I very dry. were you enjoying yourselves in week one when it was about acid and weird noises and everything? <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Now you're talking to a hairdryer. This <laughs> <laughs> is this is this hairdryer. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very good. Just a few. Just a few. I've Vicky, go stand over the corner never... with a neck with a necklace on and sleep for most of it. Yeah. <laughs> I've never managed to watch all of the Daleks. Really? It's a bit too long. It's long, it's long, is its problem. I've seen the film, and that's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, because it's the same thing, but faster. Faster. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Stick it on, watch episode one, two, and then skip to the last one. <laughs> you'll get the gist, but basically, from that. you could watch it in colour with the, the wrong doctor. But you'll also, you also be saying, No, Barbara, why are you slugging the Thalians right there? What are you doing, Barbara? <laughs> It's very upsetting. It is. It's a bit. very distressing. There's so many moments in the Romans where they're just flirting. Well, I say so many. At the beginning and at the end. Oh, when the Doctor and Vicky leave the villa, you know exactly what's happening back at that villa. Well, no, because unfortunately we see it and it's just combing. Yeah, it's just combs his hair. That's uh, the afterglow. Boom. Hang on, you're telling me throughout his hair remained pristine. Yeah. <laughs> and then she messed it up. Yeah. She wanted them to know. Yeah. Listen, she was like, "I've bonked his brains out while they've been away, and I want to show real cream to fuck." Yeah, <laughs> he's a yeah. smooth man. Yes, up and um, down. Next email. Oh god. Um. Oh god. Tom Monty. <gasps> Tom, Tom Monty. Monty. 
Um, THX presentation. Only dogs can hear it. Says Dick. <laughs> Dear Chris and Matt, with Series 11 nearly around the corner... Nearly around the corner now. Nearly around the corner. <laughs> so it's around two corners. <laughs> <laughs> It's but, a right, and then it's a left. Oh, God, it's Invasion when, of Time, episode five. <laughs> when was the last time you were this excited for a new series? How do you know we're excited for it? I'm not excited. I'm, I, no, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, no, me uh, too. Probably season five. Season six. I was really yeah. geared up for series six. I was, I was more excited for series five than I am now, but this is the first time in a long time where I'm like I have no fucking clue what to expect from Doctor Who yeah and, and that's I a good thing love it. yes yes. actually it's kind of very similar to series one apart from the fact that I'm aware of the world my actual excitement for the show is just what is Doctor Who mm. and that's the kind of yeah, the, yeah. I, 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 I get the basics but I got the basics in 2004 when I knew what was coming next year yeah. I got the basics yeah I, I, I have no idea other than that how it's going to go yeah, yeah. So that's why it's first name to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, when do you think we'll get our first trailer for it? The first trailer for Series 10 was more than three months before it aired. SDCC. Comic Con. Comic Con, yeah. if not um, during the summer. And Comic Con will be like a teaser or something. We would have got it during the World Cup final if it was in the country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you think you can blame Wayne Rooney, is he still a footballer? That, that I, no. um, some, some, some Southgate. Some cunt. Um, <laughs> Do mm, yeah, SDCC. Do you think three full series is now the default for each actor slash actress to play the Doctor, or can you see an actor holding the role for more or less than three? Well, if they don't get fucked about like the past ones have been, and like the time slots and recording schedules of the series being wildly inconsistent from year to year, yeah, I can see him doing more than three. Years. I mean, Tennant decided to do three because Davison told him to do that yeah. based on advice Troughton had given him. Yeah. And it worked for both of them, and it worked for Tennant, but then with Tennant, he sort of cheated. He got a bit of a fourth year. Yeah. Because Russell was like, well, I want to leave too, so let's plan a finale of specials. Yes. So, I think three's a good average. Well, the interesting thing is, uh, 10, 11, 12 all had four years in the role, three yeah. seasons. Yeah. Um. So... I, it, it, yeah, it's just an. Carly was only in the role for four years. It felt like a fucking eternity. Mm. Tell me about it. Um, just the doctor and Clara Oswald and Matthias. Same old, same old. <laughs> Grey show. Tell me, Clara, my good man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, I don't really know. I don't um, really know. I don't really know. But, uh, yeah, I would say it's. Um, it depends what the, how grueling they find it as well. I think it's yeah. a very knackering part to play. Yeah. Uh, even like, I was talking to someone the other day about it and it's like, hang on, they're still filming it. It's only ten episodes. Yeah. Mm. But it's still an eight month production. So, you know, it's gone from nine to eight, but there's still the same amount of time. Yeah. So, so yeah. Just don't kill Jodie and let her have a good run. Yes. Yes. That's what we're saying. <laughs> let her go as long as, as, long as she wants. Other than eight and nine, which doctors do you think should have had slash deserved more series? Colin. Yeah. Tom, Tom Baker. <laughs> Tom <laughs> Baker. Tom Baker forever. <laughs> no. Um... I want Tom Baker to be playing the doctor still. I don't think he should have ever regenerated. <laughs> I like it's a child saying this. Yeah. Um... I don't think he should have ever regenerated. <laughs> uh, Smith. Matt Smith. 
yeah. and he was meant to, wasn't he? He meant to have another. Yeah. Um, uh, Sylve post the last series yeah. just to see that tone continue. No, because yeah. he would have regenerated into Richard Griffiths. Oh. And then we would have had a weirdly wonderful alternate 90s. <gasps> Where no freaking new viewers would ever tune in. Yeah, yeah, no. But with Nail and I fans would be curious. Yeah, yeah. And then still have him turn into McGann and keep it going. And then have him yes. turn into Richard E. Grant. Oh my god. Then have a brief break. Richard and e. then bring us Eccleston. In this Rich- perfect timeline. Yeah. Someone in some <laughs> dimension somewhere time. has that fucking luck. <laughs> <laughs> the dark Can dimension. Can you imagine a Richard Griffiths doctor? It would have been fucking fabulous. It'd be like pie in the sky. Alex! (laughs) I have to get back to my pub now. (laughs) The way is it? I just. (laughs) Pie in the sky. I love it. Oh, so good. Oh, do you think Series 11 will still use next time trailers at the end of each episode? Do you want them to stay? (laughs) Oh, God. Yes, I think they will. I <laughs> yes, think they I won't. I, uh, I, I think they won't. I think they'll show us trailers <laughs> for a different show. <laughs> <laughs> I think Graham Norton's going to interrupt the end credits with a continuity announcement for next Tuesday. I think, it, uh, in seriousness, it would be quite interesting for them to dump the next time trailer. Yeah. So we have a nice gold-fashioned credits. I think they should do it like the first couple of years of the show and have it so that each story subtly leads into the next one, which we got briefly uh, at the end of Smile into Thin Ice. Yes. Yeah. Which was like that, yeah. cool. That'd be nice to have that and just a title. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Um, but I, I, I think it'll all actually prove that Apple Tree Lane is actually the Secret 11th episode <laughs> and <laughs> fix the previous several terrible. terror ones. Terror um, ones. But I, I think it, you'd... you'd no, no next time trailer, but then you'd have a TV trailer at the end of the end credits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be cool. That makes sense. I'm down with that, fam. Final email. <gasps> Finally, for this week, this mammoth... Possibly longest am, episode of Big Dumb Cast ever. I am up for work in three hours. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hello, Big Dumb Peeps, plus the mysterious special guest. Oh. Someone read the, the Hello. social media. Have you been watching... Social media engagement is at 100%. Have you been watching any of the recent phenomenon that is Doctor Who on Twitch? I've been checking in now and then, and it's genuinely lovely to see thousands of people tuning in every night to watch shows from the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and are discovering new favourite Doctors, companions, and characters. Plus things like London, 1965, are totally worth it. Comic-Con must be just around the corner. What do you predict we'll see from the big hitters this year? Right then, that's all from me, I think. Goodbye, all. Thanks, Lewis Pomer. Um, SDCC, we already said, we're not yeah. really expecting anything huge unless something's pulled out of an arse. <laughs> Um, that would be pretty huge. <laughs> Live on stage, aspling. <laughs> um, listen, you should see the size of my hemorrhoids. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Go to Hall H for some plus seconds. <laughs> That's what they call it, Hall H. 
You know, the only the only thing I'm, the only thing genuinely based on what we know is going to be happening is possibly Doctor Who footage, yeah. likely Doctor Who footage of some kind, definitely, Doctor and Who just listening to Kevin Smith's Hall H use traditional address on as a smogcast. You were saying Kevin Spacey, and I was like, he's not going to fucking gonna turn up. What was no. the first part of that? Um, have, I, have, have we been enjoying Doctor Who on Twitch? I haven't actually. I've been, I've avoid, I've been avoiding it, it because Lou and I have been marathoning the show from the start, yeah. and and I just was like, yeah. But I've been keeping an eye on the reactions to it all, and again, yeah, I think the nice thing about it all is the idea that a bunch of people of all ages, but mostly like on the younger end of the audience, are binge watching sixties, seventies, and eighties television. You know what it was for me? That's really cool. When it was first announced, I was like. Fuck yeah! I'm gonna watch all of it. I'm gonna watch all of it from start to finish. Finally, and then they were like, and "It's then, every weekday, six to yeah. 11. And yeah. it was like, "There was that." Oh, we've got time for that. And then also, but then, but even before, because I like, I would have made time for that because I have a fairly flexible schedule. Okay. Um. Well, maybe not all day, but every day, but most days. It's every um, day, bro. Every day, every day. <laughs> um. I I would have. You have such a better song, and I'm so glad you did. Um. But it was when they turned around and said that the 80s Dalek stories weren't going to be right. I was like, nah, fuck that. Fuck that. You know, because it's just going to piss me off. We're like, not showing these show, 20 episodes. Right, sod it. You don't <laughs> show all of it and then turn around and say, oh, actually, we're not going to show like these we full stories. We can't show you these. Yeah. yeah. Just show all of it or fucking don't bother. Go big or go home. <laughs> or like show a, select, show a curated selection. Don't be like, just show me Everything up until this bit, we have to skip for nebulous reasons, which may or may not involve the termination estate. Which they like, can't clarify anyway, yeah, if that's exactly. the case. So, because it's, it's so stupid. Like, it's like, there's the obviously something thing. going it's on here. Ob- the, the most this is the thing. most obvious yeah. it's ever been since 2005, yeah. because it's just these stories being so held back. So fucking yeah. Betty. Yeah. Betty. Betty. It's so Betty. It's so Betty. It's so some others do have them. Um, um, ooh... But Betty, <laughs> I have, Betty. I, I, I'm, I'm a bit, I don't know, it's cynical of me, but I'm like, okay, is it really all new viewers watching it, or is I think it a just, lot of it is. is, or is there a lot of Doctor Who fans just? Also, that's make, still cool mm, in a way. I yeah. think I, like, I'm like fine people, with people that. gathering, but yeah. I think there's a big chunk yeah. of new Who fans who are seeing this stuff for the first time. Okay, it's, yes, it's, no, it's usually on yeah. the Twitch homepage as well when it's on. Oh really? Like, okay. It's usually one of like the highlights on the front page yeah. of Twitch to be like, "This is happening right now. Come watch it." They must be doing a massive advertising push. That's fascinating. Mm. Um, and yet the Beeb really can't really talk about it as well. Yes. It's just so you, strange. They've not advertised it on the BBC. Yeah, um, it's so bloody weird. It's a, it's a weird, weird. I, I think thing. BBC America get around it. I think they can be like, "Don't do it on yes. Twitch." Go BBC watch. America just get around in general. They tart. Are they owned by AMC? Uh, round, round, get around, they get around. I yes, get around. they get around. Ooh, 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 ooh. I get around, I get to BBC America. <laughs> BBC America. <laughs> BBC America. <laughs> BBC America. Twitch. BBC America. What the fuck? Jesus Christ, Christopher, this podcast is nearly three hours long. I feel like I'm part of a, a, a special. Just the longest doing? episode ever. I think this is. Yeah, guys, if we do this for another hour, we will have to consult a physician. This <laughs> 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 is worrying. So maybe is this end... longer than your live show? Yeah. yeah, the live show was only two hours, one hour fifty-two, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was meant to be two hours, but it was slightly shorter because we were like, "Well, that's the natural place to end it." Bye, everybody. Yeah, yeah so it was never a natural place to end it. 
That's true. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Would you look at that? Oh, a natural place to end it. Hey! <laughs> oh, damn it! We're back in the loop. Well, uh, speaking of season ten, speaking of back in the loop. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of oh god, oh god, John, lovely John, sweet John, John Grandson, thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you very much for having me. It's I'm been lovely to have you. Absolute pleasure. Tell it's these utter nubbins where they can find you uh, in respectful ways that don't. Like relate to stalking. <laughs> Definitely already know. Oh, um, <laughs> filth! If you don't know, then it's uh, Ginger Animator on Twitter and now Instagram. Yes, he's bloody putting tidbits and creative tings on that thing. He's an Instagraminator. Yeah, take down your freaking photos of cumin and avocados because John's giving you actual content. Yeah, talentless shit. Instagram animator. <laughs> Instagram animator? Yeah. I'm reeling. I think I need another drink. Oh, God. Well, on that note, bigdamncontact at gmail.com. Um, give that a little look in and send us questions, you turds. Big yeah. Damn cast on Twitter. Uh, uh, you can catch me and John on Five Who Fans oh, on yeah. the YouTube. <laughs> give that a watch. Oh, yeah. Created that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's your baby. It's all right. We're putting a bullet in it. At the end. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Nice Remember, guys, on the side of the head. It's coming home. Oh, no, it too soon. Too, is it too soon? Not by the time this comes out. <laughs> it will be back to Brexit. Don't break any ambulances this time. You can't. Yes, don't do that. What's a boot?